The Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 337 of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. And we've got, everybody's got good microphones today, except John. Oh, You know what? John makes that one sound good. But he does make it sound good. John's got good pipes. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that, guys. He sounds good. Yeah, he just does sound good. Say WNBC. Looking good. It's all good. (laughs) We Bam 97X, the future of rock and roll. There you go. Very nice read. The um that so the reason we've got these extra two shores um is because Chris Franklin, again, fucking legend, um, decided that two microphones wasn't enough. Nope. No, no, no. Well, so he came into the shop yesterday and he picked up his AK five fifty. That's not a Kalashnikov product. What caliber was that? Exactly. It's 5.5. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not 5.6. No, not 5.6. It's an ultra high velocity round. Right. It's a 5.5 round. But uh, the AK-550 he picked up because we've had these things on back order for fucking ever. And so we finally got some in and I, I was like, okay, first of all, this is the man that sent us two microphones. The reason he sent us two microphones is he had heard on our Patreon that we were trying to buy a mixing board, but that Patreon post was rather old and we already have a good mixing board, right? So then he was like, oh, well, I think they've got a good mixing board. He started listening to more episodes and we talked about getting a good board. Yep. And then he said, well, then he listened further and he said he heard a shout out for microphones. Like so, it was like it was like a one was minute a blip, blip yeah. inside of like 30 hours of insanity. It was. But that's that's where he's at. Oh, yeah. Right. I like this guy. I have a feeling that this guy <laughs> might have more than one superpower. So uh, the. Uh, so super cool. He comes by the shop and he picks up his AK. Oh, my God. It's so good. Holy crap. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. What the shit? We're going to talk about that in a second. So he came by and picked his bike up. Super great. The guy's obviously way, t- way smarter than I am. And he has many issues to take. He's, he wants to take us to task on several things that we are wrong about. Okay. Which means I already love the guy. So that's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> so I told him, talking, yeah, I told him, get his ass in here, bring a friend. You My know, favorite feedback is negative. Negative feedback. feedback. Yes. It makes me so happy. So, so that was super cool. And that's why he got us another set of microphones because he was like, yeah, anything I can do to make the thing that goes in my ear holes sound better. Wow. Because you guys sound like shit. Self- on those other <laughs> well, and so we're slowly figuring things out. So today yeah. I ran, I'm running a different compression setting on yeah. the input, which I shouldn't have been doing, but I was trying to make us all a little smoother. Sure. But I think already it sounds better than okay. I had. So we're getting in there and the mic sound great. So, so you're saying be, we're already too smooth. We're too smooth. This is Barry and, White. We're like Barry White right now. The velvety goodness, the hippopotamus of love. Maybe we can get a second. We can get a second act on some um, SM, ASMR uh, yep. things. Oh, I still fucking hate it. Oh my God. <laughs> and to my left is Oscar. And to his left, Dan Kroenke. And to his Steve Hoffert. and John McElfresh, Chris Smith, and Steve Sleepy, and your homo narrator Phil waters now what happened with taking like 20 minutes to go through the i know because well, again that is some listener feedback you, oh that right. we're being like okay that, so we kind of want to know 
Those were amateur days. Yeah. And we, and people did say that they did kind of want to know who was going to be, who they were going to be listening to. So they wanted to know who they were going to be listening to before they had to try and match the voices. (laughs) It is fair to ask for a roll call. It is fair to ask a roll call, but we're not going to give you, and in today's episode, we'll be talking about, we tried tried that. that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Bueller. Bueller. I still like Bueller. I still like, you know, and, and one of the topics we'll be talking about is square wheels today. And right. it's like three hours into it. And John's Never like, touched the subject again. how did you, he did something and he picked it up and it was awesome. You were, we know. have done that so many times. Well, I, Our then, podcast listeners oh, have been abused but then, by wait, us. But then there's weight. Right. But then Phil likes to rate when I put a pizza in it. And yeah. yep. and your left, Steve. And like, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Thanks. a, that's a big, a big fun one. And. We do, I mean, yes, we do occasionally set traps for the listeners. Yeah. So we do find, John and I find that immensely entertaining when we're like, okay, and today we're going to be talking about the new band at 1200, right. 1250. And then we never even come close to it. Fuck no. it. But the one know. episode was so good at it. It, it yeah. even got me. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> you were like, all right. And also about that, that band at 1200 and you, were, and you were like, bump, bump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, John set that up. Heads up, heads up, hot stuff coming through. Oh, 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 oh there we go. That's our guy. All yeah, right. cool. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go yeah. man. Okay, All right. just I'm gonna go live, man. We're back, and and boom, magically, as though we conjured him up. <laughs> yep, yep. Raptured by the grace of God Himself, and showed up in our podcast, Chris Franklin. Now, Ladies this is super cool and giant round of applause because <laughs> the reason we are far more listenable. All of you podcast listeners who marginally bleed from the ears anymore, right? We still have faces for radio, but we, we sound good. We're so still <laughs> just as fucking ugly, but we sound better. Yeah, that's true. good. So thank you so much, Chris. And so did Absolutely. you get to ride your AK yet? I did. So I got soaked on the ride home. I mean, <laughs> I've ridden in some torrential downpours, but I'm on, you know, 480 trying to get home. And I'm seeing the weather and I'm like, oh, because I was going to take the back roads, right? Take yep. it easy on it. Brand new break-in period yep. right yeah, yeah. and i'm yeah. like oh but i got these two dudes on harleys that every light i pull up to they're shaking their head they're hitting their thing and i'm like and they're they're just flying away right and i'm like no break-in period be break good in period try to be good so i'm like Fuck, i'm just getting on the highway i'm getting away from these people so i get on the highway and no sooner do i hit just past like what was it state road that i yeah. see a wall of water <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh it's rain okay this thing's got rain mode oh wait you can't switch it while you're riding you just coast for a second that's exactly yeah. it right that's what i learned right <laughs> like i'm letting off i'm trying to hit every button possible how do we do this and then i just hit it and i have never had rain so hard so quick in my life wow. and i've ridden in snow blizzards yeah. yeah and i couldn't see so i'm i'm ducking behind the windshield and i'm like Oh, thank God this thing's got a windshield. And then like, I can't see out the windshield. I'm like, I'm hitting the car in front of me because I can't see nothing. And I'm like, I'm going to pull off under a bridge. And then I'm like, I get close to a bridge. I'm trying to get over. I'm like, I don't want to really move lanes. I'm really good behind this. I'm like, then I see the bridge. I'm like, no, you really should do the bridge. I'm like, I ain't bitching out. (laughs) So I just keep going. And so I pop my head up from the window windshield. And I'm like, oh, that was the worst fucking mistake I've ever made in my life. Wham! I can't see out of my glasses. Now I fully can't friggin' see. And I'm like getting behind. I'm trying to wipe my eyes. Then I see another bridge. I'm like, no, we're definitely getting off. And I'm like, no, my house is just, just one more exit. Just, just a little bit more. I'm not bitching out. And finally the rain goes and I get home and I am drenched. Best ride ever, though. <laughs> three stars. That's exactly it. Three stars. It, it was so. My my wife, the same about the same time, probably. I got home and she was like, "I'm gonna take the dog for a walk." I'm like, "You sure? I think it's gonna rain." She's like, "No." So she walks out 
Same thing. Like I've never seen it rain that hard at my house. Like you couldn't see out the front windows. She comes back like a soggy flower. Just like everything is just melted. And she's just like, you suck. <laughs> that had nothing to do with what happened. She was just telling me I suck. <laughs> it was after the story. Yeah, right. Well, so, same thing here though, right? Like I'm on the way here. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's going to be good. And it's just pouring down. And I'm like, fuck. That's my luck. <laughs> so you came here on two wheels tonight? Absolutely. Absolutely. So with three bags of groceries, a bottle of liquor, and Tic Tacs, he made it <laughs> with groceries. Well done, AK-550. So the rest of these internal guys storage. punked out. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. showed up on the monkey. Yeah. Yeah. He showed up on the AK-550. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I came that's from it. work, man. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, learn- I'm, I'm, I'm still figuring out if I can ride to work or not, which I can. I think I can. So I'm going to ride to work next week. Although I'm a little bit worried because I did park in front of the recycling can- cans. Oh, I really no. don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the next episode. I just listened to the beginning of it. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> don't park your bike near trash. Tape, it's very Yeah, it's not garbage tape. Well, you didn't leave the key in, right? Not that I know of. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Still leave the key in that one, just it has, on it. It has the electric emitter, so it's got the electric key fob. So it's like if you can see your bike, they can steal your bike. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, right? those we tested it out when it first showed up. I think you guys were here, and I kept running across the parking lot to see how far away I could get from the bike and that it would still fire up. And it was like literally corner to corner in our parking lot. Yep. So it's pretty far. Yeah. How long does it take before it immobilizes? Though? I don't know. Because like my wife's car, you have to have yeah. the phobe, and you can push button start right. it. But you can leave the keys and take off. Oh, and you're good as long as you don't, don't shut, shut it, it off. off. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. right. But if you get get to someplace and shut it off and then come back out, and you're like, "Where's the keys?" My Harley was the same way. Oh, they're back home. You're done. You're done. Yeah. I gotta ask: Is it a Kia? It's a Nissan. Oh, yeah. see, my Kias are the same way. Like you can start them. Yeah. Like I've accidentally started them with the keys not in my pocket. Oh, mm-hmm. well, there you go. And I've gotten to work and went. Huh. I can't shut it off. Right? No, no, you can turn yeah, it off. You, you just can't turn it back on. <laughs> 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 yeah. On the Harley yeah. ones, if the battery died in the key fob, you could, and Ducatis are the same way. If the Ducatis and the Harleys, if the batteries die in the key fob, you, there's a place on the motorcycle where you can set the key fob that even if the batteries are dead, the bike will still start because it's in that sort of passive range. Yeah, right? the Nissan has a little pocket in the mm-hmm. dash with yeah. the, and you just put it in there and it'll still yeah. start. And it'll still start, yeah. Not all bikes are that Not smart. Don't have uh, AK does that does. too. Yeah, there's it's a little, the, yeah, little like weird icon. There's a very strange icon <laughs> on top of it, and it is there, when you open that door. There's a slot for it. You're like, okay, if it's in there, the batteries can be dead, and it'll still work. So, very, very cool. So, what do you think after waiting how many months and and, and getting it? What was it worth yeah. it? How and it seems like a pretty badass bike. Three stars. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. That's <laughs> the best. That's just, you can't ask for better than a three-star fucking bike, man. That's no. just super cool. No, it's, it is. It's, uh, again, I, I, you'll never find anything absolutely perfect, no, right? right? Not at all. But so far, yeah. everything I've done with it, I mean, it, it does the cannonball run down 480 with me. Yeah. I mean, I've taken it to work no and back problem. in that. And, yeah. 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 I would say, I don't know whether or not he knows this, but to celebrate our Canadian friends, this is the first time I've ever had all dressed chips in the United States of America. These chips that are over here are actually Canadian style, all dressed, which is something our Canadian friends are like, yeah, oh yeah, no shit. Of course, it's like Tim Hortons double double. But if you're not, um, if you're not familiar, just pass them to the left, and they'll eventually reach Chris when it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it's all dressed. It's like all the stuff. So, but that's super fun and super cool. And then brought us a bottle of kick-ass fucking bourbon too. That's very happy. Bottle oh, of I like how Smith goes on one long motorcycle trip and now he's Grizzly Adams. He all does. Of a sudden, no, like, he's fucking. committed to <laughs> being being natural. He's really he's he's embraced his natural. He's self. like David Letterman. He retires. He's gonna have a beard down to his knees. Fucking. That didn't take long either with David Letterman. No. I uh, like his nice smooth chest though. Chris, could you do us a favor? Could Chris, could you tell us you what the, the hell is in what I'm drinking? Because I'm drinking this bottle of bourbon, but I don't believe for a second. Salty watermelon. Okay, so this is Old Smoky, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Tennessee Mountain made salty watermelon whiskey, mm-hmm. which salty usually indicates surly or somebody's put their balls in it yeah right yeah. um it is it is i mean i was my te- black I, salty balls when i was drinking it i was like this is not high octane so it's not it's about 60 proof 30 percent. but when i say that this stuff does taste like a, a watermelon jolly rancher i'm not far yeah, off the mark right. i'm right. not far off the mark Spot on. this tastes like you've just taken it a drink of wild turkey and had a watermelon oh. jolly, jolly rancher it is just ridiculously this is illegal when there's any young ladies around. There's no way. <laughs> Look you know? at Dan. Dan's giving you the stink eye of like a. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, dude. Dan's a snob. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This you cannot have this around young people because they'll drink all of it and get stupid. Okay, yeah. those are really good chips. <laughs> all dressed, man. That's yeah, the way right? it is. Yeah. Favorite you watch, chips ever. Yeah. You watch. Uh, you watch Trailer Park Boys. You'll know what we're talking about. The, uh, but. On to the weird motorcycle shit. Yes. Okay. So, again, did somebody else see the poster or the post of the Yamaha TDM 80? Which one? There was a recent post on the Instagrambles that somebody posted up a picture of an, a bikes that are going to be coming to AMA Vintage Days. Ooh. Oh, oh, they're selling Sneak them. Sneak preview. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good bike. It's a two-stroke, yeah. right? And so there's, I believe it's our Japanese friends mm-hmm. that are going to be bringing a whole gaggle of very interesting bikes to, uh, to Mid-Ohio. And I'm going to tell you with no reservations, the TDM 850... And that's the kind of thing where... 880 or 850? No, 80. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, you said 850. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Oh, you know what? Because I owned one and it's in my brain forever. No, yeah. TDM 80 is dope. It's a little two-stroke monster. It is so ridiculous. Yeah. It is the silliest damn little bike ever. And it doesn't matter. I'm in love with it. I can't can't say enough about it. And I will eat Groms for lunch all day long. It's a two-stroke. Yeah. Yeah. How cool (laughs) is that? I mean, that's just cool. And so I did see that, that somebody's bringing one to AMA Vintage Days. And... Uh, again, two strokiness, all kinds of deliciousness. It's going to be just silly. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture where it will be hmm. so that we can get our peepers on it first. Cause we know, um, I'm going to, I'm working on that right now. Uh, the TDM 80 is a bit too obscure to just have it jump right up to the front of the Google. Uh, it's one of those things that you've got to work for. It. You got to fucking work for it. Yeah, and that's exactly right. The, if you uh, thought a Moto Campo was a rare little odd bird, yes, a TDM eighty is. That's exactly there's right. There's a on the Japanese vintage motorcycle group on Facebook. There's a guy who posts constantly. He's a JDM importer, right? And he's got four of them on <laughs> his website right oh now. Oh my god! 
Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I think I think whatever year they were kind of popular just became 25 years or something recently. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That that probably goes hand in glove. You know, that's probably that kind of a thing. Or the, uh, or happy sock. yeah for that that's totally extra maybe that's what they filter the booze through to get that salty flavor (laughs) that's that's painful the uh that's terrifying (laughs) 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 the uh um, I'm trying to, I, I will, I will conjure this up, but the idea of that, the idea of that and a bunch of other stuff that's super cool going to mid Ohio at the same time is pretty fucking cool. The, uh, and I think it might be our friend that, um, always brings out the, um, Honda gyros and all that oh, stuff. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so that could be, uh, that could be the place to be. And I'm, I'm tempted. I don't want to necessarily give too much, um, play to it because i don't want to be the third guy to get there right i don't i want the first guy to get there and just be like but wait your price is ridiculous that's crazy well, i'll never pay that but wait will this yeah. podcast drop before mid ohio it probably will oh it'll have to because the internet's gonna be that good down there yeah it's probably not fantastic at the mid ohio at the same time no. so yeah that's definitely one of those things that i i'm a big big fan of so I am going to have to make an. I'm sorry, we're going to Mid Ohio uh, Moto Stories apology one second video to put up. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> like, that's that's actually a really good idea. Sorry, we haven't dropped the video because we were solid for nine months. Yeah, we yeah, didn't, didn't miss, miss nothing. Yeah, didn't miss time. shit. Right, and you're but right. it's also Mid Ohio time. So if if you're if you've listened to this or that, you know that that's <laughs> fucking. I'm sorry. It, it, well, All of us are willing to quit jobs over Mid Ohio, so we're not right. fucking posting. And that is true. That does come <laughs> down to that. Like that's a very very real thing that that many people don't understand. As you came into that situation today with your job, yeah, and it just came down to I'm sorry. Wait, no, 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 no. You, did you forget? Well, it was my, in my contract, my direct boss didn't, but the big boss above her yeah. had no idea. Yeah. So she's like, well, next week we can do this, this, and this. I'm like, well, actually, I have a pre-employment vacation that I planned three years ago. And she was like, oh, let's take it. That's in there. Cool. I'm not darling. Right. Like they were like, yeah, that's fine. They're like, that's going to go. be, that's going to be a little bit of a Freaking sound guy. There we go. That's what <laughs> I expect. <Corporate Steve. laughs> it is corporate Steve. He's fucking everything. up. <laughs> it's these damn button shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. The, uh, when we, we've got all the people now ringing our bell for uh hookups for mid ohio we got a lot of people ringing our bell for hookups so we got some people calling up and like hey man i need to get a bike i have room in my tent but there's there's fees yeah so and uh we know that liza and and the misfits are coming out so we're gonna make special you know make special arrangements for them for sure but um yeah cam cameron uh Special arrangements? I don't know. I mean, if he shows up, right? Wouldn't that be so hilarious? He's going to be at the commuter. Here's your SSRs to ride. We've yep. mounted some special things. <laughs> special attachments for you, Cam. Of course. The uh, Cameron's too busy with comedians and coffee or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 He's, never, would, he's never been the same. Corvette owners and coffee? I would like to personally custom design Liza's SSR. Steve and I will work on that. Tuners right up. Here you go, Liza. <laughs> it's just awesome yeah just dick 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 nothing but dicks yeah the uh a bag of them it's just a giant bag of ones yeah i do have i do have that 14 inch long wooden schlong for my buddy in sweden i can bring in for you guys oh my god it's a jam there you go is it, well, is it well polished it's polished yeah the knob has been polished 
<laughs> and stain. <laughs> so what I did want to tell people is we still don't know. Nobody at this table has any idea exactly what's going to mid Ohio yet. I'm, I'm going to be taking my hunter cub just because I want to have something to ride. Right. I'm probably going to take the Sherco. So I'll probably take the Sherco trials bike oh, just bike. because I also know that's going to be the place where I'm going to find the guy who wants to buy it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Perfect. Oh, that won't last long there. Ride that around and sell that there. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. I had this crazy idea that I was going to do a mid Ohio pre-sale and that this Sunday I was going to do at my warehouse. Sunday, just, Sunday. Yeah. Just put it up on the facey books or whatever and say, look, if you want to, don't want to go to mid Ohio and you want to buy all the good shit, your local <laughs> show up in my warehouse yeah. and my wife's gone, so I'll just be there all day anyway. <laughs> so fuck it. And I thought that'd be a really good idea. And then life happened. So then a bunch of things happened, and you know I got twenty two Vespas coming in tomorrow. So and prep them and get them out. And, and twenty two people that all want to ride them yesterday and six weeks ago. So that'll happen. I need so. it for Thursday though. No, come on, we yeah. just too bad. <laughs> 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 I'm sending a tow truck to get it. Yes, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah, and it'll just dangle on the fucking hook, man. Yeah, it'll it, it'll be fine. It won't be a problem at all. Did you ever heard from from that uh, person? The one that dangled at home on the hook? Yeah. Nope. No. Nice. No. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I, again, I'm almost positive that that there's an insurance settlement involved with yeah. that. There's no way that bike made it home, and. I'm, I'm believing the tow truck driver probably got in the driveway, unloaded the bike, and hauled ass. Yeah. or Without getting paid. Yeah. yeah. Just to get away from it. Just to, and, and when they call, be like, no, we didn't haul a Vespa. I don't know who you're calling. Mm -hmm. I, I think you want Ron Cohen's sons or somebody. I think you called the wrong <laughs> shot. We never, we don't haul Vespas. We wouldn't even yeah. do that. We don't have the equipment for that shit. Exactly. We wouldn't do no better. Have you what seen our fuck? trucks? Yeah, we'd end up ruining it. We can't yeah. do that. We're not idiots. Or the best thing was that the guy just left it at the end of her driveway and then knocked it over to be like, I left it upright. I don't know what happened in your driveway. That's probably a good, that's a good win. idea. Yeah. Did you read your liability waiver? We said we're not responsible for anything, including delivering your bike to you in one piece. I, I was thinking about that. And I think the best thing he could have done mm -hmm. is just taken a nylon strap, looped yeah. it through the bottom of it. Yeah. And then hauled it home upside down we've seen it, it. it Dude, they did that safer. when i got when i got arrested for um drag racing when i was like 819 in the metro parks my honda hurricane they did that the tow truck came up and i'm like what the fuck are they gonna do with this they put two straps to the wheels the dude held it as it picked it up and hung it upside down and drove away yeah i was like motherfucker and but it was it was banging into shit like yeah. this and stuff but like yeah well when they well, let it, it down as, it was like <laughs> just a fucking pinata at that point well, it wasn't honestly. as bad as the other one though <laughs> realistically we've seen we've seen it all we've seen them put a bike on the back of a rollback you know a big ass rollback put it on the back of the rollback and then run the cable you know the cable that pulls the cars up the rollback oh yeah run the cable across the seat of the bike the bike sideways and then have the bike on the side stand oh, run God. the cable across and then hit it and that cable can pull a car or truck oh, up yeah. the ramp Snap. and it bent the bike all the way till the frame was on the ground <laughs> so the frame was on the deck and I was like He's like, well, it's an insurance job. I was like, it does, doesn't necessarily mean it's your job to crush it. Right. Like, now it doesn't need a kickstand anymore. You know? <laughs> to be fair, it's not going to move. It's no, right. right. There, it will not incur any damage, to any additional fair. damage on the way. Yeah. Oh, it, it chat my ass so hard. So, uh, we, I, I must announce, we are brought to you folks by Manscaped. <laughs> Yay! Manscaped. 
Well, you guys, they have new copy. Oh, I know. I love it when they have new copy. It makes me really excited when there's new fucking copy. Did they pick up Clamscape yet? No, they didn't. But again, we... Or I, I did see a girl holding one. So yeah, really right. So we're only this far. <laughs> we're only we're only an arm's length away from Clamscape. That's right. That's right. With its seven thousand RPMs. <laughs> yes. Nothing six like in, six inches away from Clamscape. Six inches away. <laughs> six inches away from Clamscape. The uh, the Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships, and concerts are all in this summer. You know what isn't a wild and hairy bush. Tame your pubes with help from our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. If an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like the Olympic gold? Fellas, do right by your balls and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com with the code... Cleveland Moto. It's all one word, folks. Cleveland Moto. We had people that told us, okay, yeah, now I fucking finally understand that it's all <laughs> one word. <laughs> I'm like, how long have you been playing this fucking game? <laughs> like, it was okay when we just started and it was like Cleveland space Moto. Look, it's the internet, man. It just works better if you smoosh it together. Every 307. Yeah. 337, 337 episodes. episodes. Cleveland Moto. All one word. You know what, cool. I, I know what I'm looking forward to? Yeah. Is is the lawnmower 5.0 and it's like a Roomba. Oh, you yeah, just, yeah, you yeah. shove it down your pants and it just wow. fucking works. It just and- goes, baby. Yeah, it just goes. the ideas. <laughs> it just keeps backing up when it hits the trunk. Yeah, that's it. But better for that, the back. You know, you just slap it down your shirt. It's like, oh, oh, that's, that's what you wanted. Yeah. I like that idea. So just to remind people what you got going on with that, okay? This is... This is not just a thing. You're getting the 4.0 trimmer. You're getting the weed whacker, which is for you know the the nose, the nose holes and the ear holes and stuff like that. And then you're getting the crop preserver, mm-hmm. my favorite, mm-hmm. which is actually ball deodorant. Again, <laughs> <laughs> what flavor is that? I don't know. I figured you know by now. Salty watermelon. <laughs> salty watermelon. <laughs> I hate yeah, you. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> if it was mine, it'd be salty waters melon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. uh, my wife got a new uh, deodorant that is not like, you know, it's healthy. It's like oh, safe deodorant. everything. Yeah. Would you like to know what flavor it is? I don't know. Kiwi banana. <laughs> okay, then. What the fuck? Like kiwis in a banana. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're a tiki guy. You can't I'm be mad guy, about that. Like, you know, it's like when your armpits need a taste of the tropics. But that's not where it's, it's a going, fruit right? salad. But it's not. It's it's, not, well, it's <laughs> safe though for everything, right? I don't know. I mean, it, look. It's, well, it, what, are you, what are you it, suggesting? It's well, like, don't girls clam up their thing hey, you know to make what? it all smooth? I don't know. To tell you how safe it is, because of my wife being who my wife is, it's in a cardboard. Applicator. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know it's safe for everything. Thing, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If my wife's buying it, it's safe All for everything. Yeah. yeah. Most Good. of the products my wife but works by are completely environmentally benign. Yeah, right? mine come in wrapped, but in they leaves. also don't work. Right. <laughs> That's it. And made in the U.S. Wipe your armpits right. with this stainless steel bar. Yeah. Right. Right. That's totally you don't need soap anymore. Here's a piece of metal. It'll last okay. forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course it does. It's a piece of metal. Pretended soap. Pretended yeah, soap. Yeah. yeah. I tried that once. Nope. Doesn't work. Yep, balls still smelled like balls. Yes. Yep, and the stainless steel smelled like balls too. I think it is. Yeah. Balls, <laughs> balls are going to be balls. That's exactly like, it. My wife's been like, "Oh, here, I bought this. It's, it's she had something that was made just for your neither regions or whatever. Right. right. She put some of this on. I'm like, 
What for? Right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be sniffing my balls anytime. I didn't know that. So I had somebody sniffing my balls. There is a, there is one thing that I'm happy to tell people about that is a product that we always say, you know, if you can use this there, you can use this there. Right. Yeah, right. Right. No, no questions asked. But when it comes to gold bond powder, Ooh. Ooh. Okay, the yellow container of Gold Bond Powder is perfect for everything. There is a green container that is meant for your feet. Use it on other people's feet. Like, <laughs> like it is seriously, I do not recommend using it on any part of your body, and that might include your feet, right? Because... <laughs> Because no shit, that stuff is powerful. It has insecticide or, or uh, fungicide or something. I in think it, right? it does, yeah. and I think it's it also. <laughs> <laughs> it's violent. There's no better way to say it. That shit is just fucking because violent. Even the yellow thing is tingly. The, the, oh, the yellow yeah, thing yeah. is tingly. Yeah, yeah. The yellow thing, if you've just shaved and you you hit it, like you know, do the, the little poof when you're lying on your back. Yeah. Just give it that nice poof. Yeah. And if you do that. And you've just shaved. You're going to be running around the room for a little while, or maybe turning like a fan a cat. on, like a cat, exactly. But the green stuff, I question whether or not you should even put it on your feet. It's it might be too. Spicy the yellow stuff's all right though. Like yeah. if you're doing yard work to keep yeah. the crack creek from happening, yeah, you want yeah, to like yeah. stuff it, it works good. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. You don't want to get any creek. of it in the crack. I I had that a little bit where it was like, <laughs> oh, whoa, oh damn. What do you, there's not much you can do about it except just let it burn. Just yeah. work your way through it. That's all there is to it. Like, oh, that got too far in. And there is this thing, too. The problem is once you start grooming your junk, oh, yeah. it's a habit yeah. that is reinforced by Mother Nature. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you do it and you're like, magnificent. Dude, right? since we got this and I, yeah. I've been like uh, the 4.0, yep. I've been doing my ear holes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I'm like, oh my god! Now I got fucking mustaches coming out of my ear holes. <laughs> That's right. I yeah. Forever, and I'm always I'm now not, going I'm to do like, it forever. Okay, well, this is the rest well that, of my life. and there's the the four day rule. So it's like after you knock it down, after you're like, look at me, I'm majestic. This is so cool. I'm streamlined and aerodynamic and five miles per hour quicker. <laughs> and but an Audi now. <laughs> four days later, though, <laughs> you're dragging. Four days later, you're dragging. Four days later, it's like. And it's just the angriest. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're just like a fucking angry porcupine in your pants, and you're just like, oh man, oh everything's just mad now. Yourself. And you're just like, fuck it, I gotta hit it again. Yeah. So there is that thing, and it's like, I think you have to go to jail to get through that awkward two or three weeks <laughs> when everything's just growing back because yeah. you can't do that in the normal world. No. You got to do that in jail, someplace where you're to duck and cover, and you're not gonna let anybody get anywhere near your shit. Yep. You know, that's it. It could but, probably help you too because once somebody gets poked once by that shit, they're not coming back you're not coming back no No, no. it's like concertina wire for your dick yeah they're gonna be like no leave that guy alone for a couple of weeks that'll give you a chance (laughs) to get out that'll give you a chance to get your lawyer to get his shit together what do you you think steve steve's out there going like go ahead and kick me in the balls you'll just be repelled repelled by the fucking hair i'm wearing a gentleman helmet full of lebanese hair (laughs) and a meat helmet a meat helmet exactly you never had a meat helmet uh, but I did want to say that you get the you get all that stuff in that new package. You get all those. You get the you get the ear hole trimmer, which is fucking super cool. Weed the weed whacker, yep. And then you get the the crop reviver and the crop preserver. How do other companies not hire us as brand ambassadors? No, we exactly. are fucking amazing. But we didn't even talk about the boxer briefs. Oh right, right, right. And a sack. So you get a sack <laughs> to pull your shit away. to put all your shit in. The yeah. briefs are good, though. I have yeah, to admit, they're fucking good, man. They're really good. So, yeah, we we solidly approve about that. But anyway, 
back to that. Uh, the question is going to be, are we going to bring the, the Manscaped uh, to Mid-Ohio? I'm thinking we just have one standing by in case somebody passes out in an unruly fashion. They might lose an eyebrow. That could happen. Yeah, that could happen. Reverse mohawk. Reverse mohawk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right down. Get a mid Ohio haircut for him. I so think we might have like, be like putting beers. your balls on somebody's forehead. <laughs> Guilty as charged. <laughs> yep. There's still a guy in Cincinnati who will not talk to me. Like, like he, he, it turns out you can hold a grudge. The uh, that's for real. But so that's that's. That's a thing. So we wanted to talk about that real quick. Hey, did anybody else notice the elephant in the room? Did Cam park a bike here? Hey! <laughs> so last week, uh, when you guys visited this bike, or a couple of weeks ago after the podcast, I took everyone in my back room, uh, the Tunnel of Solitude, and this bike was there, but it had the original factory handlebars on it, where are really good if you're trying to knock down Japanese zeros out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> but those handlebars were just garbage. And uh, so... When I brought this bike into the shop, when I bought it, um, this bike is a 2003 Harley-Davidson 1200. I like it. And it has about 3,600 miles on it. Okay. This is just a basic sportster is what it is. Now, here's the weird thing about it. The guy, it came in under a guy who had bought it brand new. He was the original owner. He bought it from the dealership. And has hated the bike from the day that he got it. Really? He bought, there's one of those situations where he didn't buy the Harley for him. He bought the Harley for his neighbors. He's like, well, all my friends had Harleys. Yeah. So I figured I'd go out and buy a Harley. Oh. So he did. He went out and bought a Harley. And he bought the Harley. And the Harley had the factory stock bars on it. And the factory stock airbox on it. And the factory stock exhaust on it. Everything's stock on that bike. And he brought it into the shop. And he's like, yeah, nobody will work on it. I said, Really? And he's like, yeah, it's an 02 or an 03. It's too old. Nobody will touch it. I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, because what changed? It's the same Sportster they were selling last year. Right. But this one has more than one inch of suspension travel. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they've, they've, they've kind of screwed with the Sportster over the years. But anyway, this is a 2003. So he brings it in and I'm like, well, we'll be happy to take a stab at it. We'll get it sorted out. There's nothing on this bike we can't make better. And we could also go through it and kind of fix all the problems that the factory put in the bike to meet EPA standards and whatnot. And he's like, nope, nope, just want to sell it. I said, just want to sell it. He was done with it. And he's like, I'm done with it. And I said, well, okay. And he's like, I want a Kimco X-Town 300. And I said, you want a Kimco X-Town 300? That's kind of a big jump, right? Going from a Sportster 1200 to a Kimco X-Town 300. Now, if you saw the guy, you'd realize he was more Kimco X-Town 300 than he was Sportster 1200. Gotcha. Like, if if he walked in this room and you said, put this guy with the bike he probably owned, it wouldn't be that bike, right? So, the bike and he were never happy together. And he's like, so, he, he said, but before you agree to take this on trade, you have to take it for a ride. Well, the Pepsi challenge? People normally, <laughs> normally Don't want try to hide exactly. shit like that. Exactly. Right. People uh, normally try to. Feel free to ride it on the parking grounds right here for five feet just right. to make sure it yeah. works. Oh, I right. just misplaced the key. I don't yeah, know what right, happened. Right, right. I drove it here, but I don't know what happened the to the tire's a little key. low. The kids, uh, chain's a yeah, little old. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. You, you can rev it up a little bit if you want. Bit of a hard starter, <laughs> this one. Yeah. So he hands me the key and he's like, yeah, just go take it for a ride before you agree to take it into your shop on trade. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, I've, been, I've ridden all kinds of garbage. This, this can't be that bad. I'm wrong. That was that fucking bad. <laughs> oh, so, really? so was it, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was like, this is a better bike than you think. No, no. It was really? way worse than he could have really? done. In fact, uh, when I got back on my like three-mile test ride loop that I always take, and I nearly died seven times, 
the bike had a an extremely manic disorder of either not running completely and stalling out or jumping to 3000 rpm and having nothing in between which we all know is that carburetor is one of those carburetors that should have never been put on that motorcycle and when it was new it was a problem when the bike came out of the crate it was a problem in fact most dealers in 2003 told you well steve i'll sell you the bike Mm. but i'm gonna let you know right now you do want to get the money you want to get what you paid for right right so we're gonna need to have you ever heard of screaming eagle uh, I have not. You're about to. Okay. Yeah, we're about to introduce <laughs> you to about $2,600 with a Screaming Eagle. Oh, good, because I had extra money I wanted exactly. to spend. Right. Perfect. It's pretty sad yeah. when but, a 71 Stromberg is better than what they put yeah, on there. Yeah, and that's absolutely the God's honest truth. But, Phil, if I get the Screaming Eagle stuff, yeah. I can't afford the jacket and helmet that says Harley Davidson. Well, the way that you... The you way finance that. The way that oh, I was oh, trained. Oh, oh, you can roll it in? Exactly. Oh, okay. That's right. the way that I was trained. The way that I was trained is <laughs> we can build the Screaming Eagle kit into the... The financing package, right, right, with your leather jacket, your conchos, and your you know thong. <laughs> Get everything right. you ever lunch. want right, right now, right now, and yeah, if you're you, Southeast you, Harley Davidson, your you, cheeseburger and your French fries. I thought you could finance that lunch for seven right years. <laughs> we'll put that in on your financing. So eat up, Johnny. Or at least they didn't fuck it up with like saddlebags and all that other garbage. Yeah, so they, at least you can see the bike. They can if you want it, but yes, you can see the bike. So the bike was pathetic and terrible and wrong when I got on it. The second I got on the bike, I was like, Jesus, this bike is just angry. Like, this bike is like one of those horses that just never wants to be ridden ever. And so nobody fucking does anything with it. And it just sits out there and gets old. Well, that's what was happening to this bike. It was just getting old. So I rode it with those fucking ridiculous handlebars on. And again, super hard to ride. Like, I will remind you, I participated in the only ever motorcycle demolition derby that the Lake County Fairgrounds ever had. <laughs> I wonder why. Now, first of all, we know How about Lake County. How do you back County. into each other? Yeah. No, it's straight on, baby. <laughs> okay. It's straight on. If the bike falls down, you're not allowed to pick it up. You're out. Oh. Okay. So if the bike falls down, you're not allowed to pick it down. You're not allowed to go straight for the guy's legs. You're not allowed to. Oh, right. Yeah. What else yeah. are you supposed to do? Head on? Smoosh the shit out of each other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what so year was this? This was this was years ago, and this was at Lake County Fairgrounds, and this might have been like something as late as like ninety four, ninety five, something like that. But but here's the great Before thing about our it: insurance was canceled. Yes. <laughs> when we went there, it's in the infield of their track, you know, and it's very very. They've got it really tight, so you can't build up any speed. And then they pour a bunch of water out to make it muddy, so you can't build up any traction. And then there's like forty motorcycles there. And they're like, okay, guys, so uh, Tip away. go get your bikes. <laughs> and they're like, way. so they had 40 stupid volunteers to get there, and we all did. And they said, go get your bikes. So I ran and got a CX500. And well, you participated in it. Oh, fuck yeah, you did. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was, I was like, as soon as they're like, you know, next week we're going to do a motorcycle demolition derby. I was like, game on, bitches. <laughs> I'm there. What do I need to do to prepare? Yeah, you've you been know? going to band camp for right. how many years? That's what happened. That's yes, exactly <laughs> right. Finally, a sport I'm designed for. <laughs> and uh, I am a virtually unknockdownable. So I get there and I run over and I grab the CX-550 because I saw the guy riding it around to park it. And I was like, and that's... You t- and you tipped it. Oh, <laughs> fucking. As soon as I saw the bike, I was like, I'm going for the CX-550. It's unkillable. It'll never overheat no matter what we do to it. And honestly, if it doesn't have any coolant or oil in it right now, it doesn't matter. We're still going to survive the whole event. I just need to not get hit. 
That's all I need to do is just be a rabbit and make sure that people so can't fucking. What hit was me. the pregame strategy? What kind of? Uh, I drank heavily for about an hour and a half. That's what two I hours. Yeah, yeah. So, so you I made sure I was numb. Yeah, a little and rich, very flexible. Running a little, running rich. a little rich on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So I went over and got the bike, and yeah, I did that, and I survived it like all the way to the to the actual the shootout. I made it into the finals, and there were four guys in the finals, and by that point, when we took for the sprint, that guy got the CX five hundred, and I got this. <laughs> fucking awful bike i think it was a suzuki like an sp250 hey <laughs> sorry <laughs> but it was <laughs> it could be awful but it was really bad it was really fucked no up no weight behind it, it no weight behind it yeah. so it had no weight behind oh. it the front wheel was already potato chipped because the front wheel is a 21 inch so it had been hit many kickstart only so if it stalls exactly. you're fucking getting murdered so this thing had been hit you stole your well-maintained cx 500 yeah and the cx the rims you couldn't bend them no Comstars. Right. Comstars. you couldn't bend them hmm. so that guy got the good bike the bike that was gonna win he got it and i ended up on the sp which you couldn't even make it go forward unless the handlebars were all the way to the left <laughs> so i was fighting at a disadvantage so it took like two good hits are you allowed to get off your bike and try to like straighten the shit out like, <laughs> that's what i was like, 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 can so I, like they literally give you no time to do anything no. it's just go oh it's a spectator God. sport honestly so that's what it is but that being said this bike nearly killed me and <laughs> it was fucked up so it was fucked up in 19 different directions so i told i came back from my test ride and i said all right, you've proven your point. You're a better man than I am because you rode this all the way here from like East Lake. Well done. That looks like an East Lake bike on the freeway. Well, you just saw it when it had the original handlebars. On. Oh, I did. It was yeah. like this. Oh, yeah, it was very special. Did he bring some uh, Biagios? No, I, you know what? If he'd have told me he was bringing Biagios, I would have given him a better deal. You know. So we're gonna go around the table, and I want everybody at the table to tell me and remember what price you think he wanted trade-in value for this bike what price he wanted and then we're going to have in the same breath i want you to say what i paid okay now remember he bought a kimco x-town 300 which is you know in the neighborhood of five thousand bucks you know so that's where he's at so what do you think he wanted sleepy what do you think i paid i say he wanted forty five hundred dollars and you paid twelve hundred dollars okay i'm gonna say uh five thousand and yeah uh, Thousand three. Okay. I'm gonna say four K. He wanted. You got it for. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. I think he wanted six K, and you paid like eighteen. Okay. Fifty-seven hundred and nine hundred bucks. Okay. Uh, Eight ninety nine. <laughs> 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 One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. I, I think he, he wanted five grand, but he ended up just giving it to you for free. All right. Yeah, I was going to say about four grand, and you probably gave him twelve hundred or something. He wanted fifteen hundred for it, <gasps> and then when I took it for a ride and brought it back, I was like, "I'm going to tell you right now what it needs." And he looked at the bike, and after I got done telling him what it needed, he said, "Will you give me eight fifty And so I gave him a thousand. Oh. So I gave him a thousand, so that's a thousand dollar sportster, which is a yeah, on the tar- <laughs> on target, right? So Chris nailed that, absolutely got it. I thought I thought your one thousand and three was you were gonna nail it. 
And we don't play closest without going over. Fuck that. That's a bullshit <laughs> rule. You can't be like $1 off and be like, oh, but you went over. That's a, yeah, whoever yeah, came that's, up that's with that. Stupid, yeah. Closest without going over. Well, if you, want it, if you want it special, I'm actually painting a set of tins for this very bike well, right now. But there's more to the story. Oh, okay. Oh, but wait. But yes. More. But wait, there's more. So this thing shows up. And of course, in my environment, this thing gets about as much love as a redheaded stepchild. Right. No offense, bagel. Right? So... But wait, James is already in love with it. James has literally changed the handlebars already. So what had happened is I said, you know what? When October comes around, when November comes around, we'll fix it proper and we'll unfuck it and we'll sell it for real money, right? Because a bike with, there are no Sportster's 1200s with 3,500 miles on them. That are stock. That are still unmolested. Right. Yeah, right. usually, exactly. I mean, like, just the leather, the, oh. the, the non, like, wrapped leather things on it are worth Usually they bucks. look like the back cover of Judas Priest's worst album. Right. Right? <laughs> they look like something Meatloaf is trying to jump across a graveyard. Right. And the right. third grader that painted the um, Eddie from Iron yep. Maiden on the tank oh, yep. with, like, watercolors yep. and they spray painted over it and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. You got it. You know, yeah, you've yeah. been there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You've been there. But here's the weird thing. James has been rubbing his dick on it since it showed up, right? And then... He's an impulsive guy. Though. Yeah. So then apparently <laughs> when my shop was closed the other day, because, you know, we do close on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, because we got to go to church. And uh, <laughs> we close on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And my church looks different than your church. That's just all. <laughs> so... It's still church. Don't judge. It's still church. Right. Things get drunk. There's communion. <laughs> right. So Porco's is open. Somebody's on their knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris has got the lines. So <laughs> they, uh, so apparently some mystery maintenance happened to my shop off hours. Mm. And all of a sudden, I come into work and James is doing something I haven't seen him do a long time. That was like riding a motorcycle wow and i was like get the fuck out of here so yeah the it's got the normal the normal tt bars on it now and stuff and so yeah and he's like i love it it's great i fucking love it i love everything about it it's got the mirrors position so you can see yourself <laughs> yeah the vanity mirrors you can't see shit in those mirrors those mirrors are use goddamn less right yeah you'd he be better he, in with bar ends he loved it i'm like well, why'd you buy it he's like phil well, won't sell it to me phil won't sell it that's to me. right he wants to make money out i'm like and I know what he paid for it. I'm like, right. well, you know what he paid for it. So I'll offer him a little bit more so he yeah. can make some money on it. So James understands the way the shop works. So <laughs> the deal is, I told him, I'm like, well, you have an option. If I sell that bike, I'm going to sell that bike for $3,500 or more, right? Which means I'm going to profit $2,500. If I give that bike to you, I'm losing $2,500. They already got their bonuses. So, you know, <laughs> this could have been rolled into their bonus, but into his bonus. But realistically, how about th we do this? Since James is known to be a guy who makes a decision and regrets a decision yeah. in the same day, yeah. why don't we lean into that? And I just say, James, just fucking drive it. Right. Just ride the shit out of it for as long as you want to ride the shit out of it. And then when you get bored with it, we'll sell it. And then everybody's happy and you don't feel stupid for buying a bike that you didn't want to buy. And he's like, that seems fair. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's, that's it. Just don't, you know, just, can, can we try that same thing it. on one of the new Vespas? Over yeah. There? You try it on a brand new Vespa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit different. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. it. So, but it was funny, but so now we have the sports for 1200 kicking around the shop, but you could, you know what? You could sell it to him. Yeah. No, he's not going to ride it for very long. This has happened. But he probably will spend a lot of money on it. This has happened 19 times. He's going to put a bunch yeah. of shit on it and it, He's going to tear it all apart. He's going to get it repainted. It would be the and fifth. put back together 99%. 
And then you're going to get it back for $500. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be worth even more. Oh, no. This is James's last 26 motorcycle moves. Like the last, the last countless number of motorcycles James has owned, including a gorgeous black and yellow V7. That he put the hard bags on and like he did everything to make that into the perfect V7 for James, including Columbus crew paint colors. Mm. And then he just decided, I'm not riding it anymore. And then sold it without even telling me for like, like it was a bad, it was like a bad yen to euro to dollar conversion. The price was so low. I was like, the accessories were more than that. Like. I'm mad at you out of spite right now. Like, how dare you do that? Well, I didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to let if you know. If you're gonna let somebody fuck you, yeah. let me fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> keep it close to home, man. Because then you know what? If you decide that you made a mistake by selling it to me, you can buy it back from me. You know, that would be great. And I love that. I mean, I just yeah, I absolutely love that whole idea of like let's just keep the thing in the circle and keep spinning it around. Yeah. So that's great. So that's cool. So are we taking it to Mid Ohio? No, no, it's, I mean, hey, you got to have to pry James off of it first. I keep looking at it at different angles, and I think there's some weird ghost flame on there or something. Like, like it might have had a sticker on it with a flame. So I, think it's, a, some, I think it's a finger mark. Yeah. I, oh, is it a finger mark? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just some rubbins on there. I was going to say, I think you're right. <laughs> there might be a little DNA in there. It wouldn't be James. It's not, it would never be that far up the tank. <laughs> <laughs> so Irish. So Irish. It'd be right down there in between the seat and the tank. <laughs> yeah. I haven't ridden it now with the prop, with the better handlebars on it yet, but I can tell you that riding it with the, uh, the buckhorns on it was just awful. It was terrible. That is such a strange, like literally like this. They were garbage. Yeah. That, that was such a weird idea. Like that, that air for that. riding a 50 cow yeah that era for the that <laughs> it was such a bad thing mod deuce come on now the, i will say though that that going from mm-hmm. that down to like a 300 yeah. I, I was worried right like i just sold my 1800 yeah right like and how many ride, miles did you have on that 1800 just shy of ninety thousand. um <laughs> I, wait I you love, actually ride bikes <laughs> <laughs> a, a vtx with just shy of 90,000 miles. Yeah. Barely broken. Dark Sider here, through and through. Right. right. Yeah. Like, I had heard about this. But but I didn't tell you, but I didn't tell you what tire, what, what bike he dark sided. I did the, the 1800 was dark sided and my Suzuki uh, 2003 intruder was also dark sided. Oh, he dark sided an intruder. (laughs) And that intruder if you know where transportation is, like yeah. the off a of Granger and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that hill that's behind the, what used the to be. illegal dirt park? The yeah. illegal motocross park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bike made it straight up that. With that car <laughs> With tire. car tire. Dark-sided. <laughs> Dark-sided. <laughs> and I will tell you that I, I needed to change afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to do that a quarter of the way up. This was a horrible idea. Halfway up. I'm probably going to die. Three quarters of the way up. Well. I'm still here. Pretty much. <laughs> like, it was one of those, you can't stop. Yep. This wasn't right. <laughs> and I'm a loner, right? Like, I ride by myself or with my grandfather, so there ain't fuck all of anyone around me, except for anyone looking at me going, who's that motherfucker? What the hell is he doing? He just stole that bike. Right? I am fucking hugging that tank, just throttling it, and every time it starts to want to stop because the tire's slipping, I do the asshole thing. Fucking give it more! And about every nine in thru- seconds. In thrust, we trust. Right, that's right. <laughs> and about every nine seconds, your ass hits the seat. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're, you're not joking. Oh, it's that fucking was, horrible. Yeah, that oh, is inappropriate oh, motocrossing. <laughs> I love the whole idea of inappropriate motocrossing. Oh, thank you so much. Did you uh you guys saw that bike life um thing that's going around with the guy doing the wheelie that hits the back tire oh, of the yeah. other guy? And basically he, he, he loops them. Loops it em. seems physically impossible that he could hit the back of one bike and then land in front of the other bike going backwards. Right. But he does. He does. He does. Ouch. Pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's insane. And that's just one of those ones that giddy fuck up man the uh when we do talking about motorcycles as we sometimes wander into around here um so i would like to bring to everyone's attention that right now is not a great time to be needing tires for your motorcycle oh there's a bit of a fucking problem right now hmm. and then we all might be dark sider soon <laughs> Because nice. we get a phone call the other day. <laughs> nice. I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> Let me teach you how to do some off-road hill climbing. Yeah. On a uh, on a Dunlop Gold Standard car tire. I'd yeah. like a super swamper on mine, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Big old wooly booger. The uh, so we have a phone call the other day from lovely lady. Says I need this tire. She gives me the size. She gives me the size and she gives me the name of the tire, which tells me immediately she's not a customer because no customer in the history of customers has ever called up and said, I need this brand of tire in this size. Right. They all say, I need a tire. I need a tire. You're making model. Well, you're making model should not be a difficult question. Right. You're making model should be like something you were thinking about when you <clears throat> dialed my numbers. That would be one of those numbers that when a person picks up the phone, this is something they might ask you. Right. Right. So not being totally clear on your year maker model would probably be a bad thing to not know before you fucking call the place you're trying to buy a tire from. Right. And it's not like I asked him something weird, like how fat your old lady and you got to <laughs> lie about it because you've been lying about it for the last 20 years anyway. No, it's your make and model, motherfucker. And then it, oh, well, it's blue. It's blue. Okay. Yeah. All right. You need a tire for your blue motorcycle. Check. Let me get one of those for you. Yeah. Okay. We understand the way that works. And this happens 14 times a day. But when this lady called, she was like, I need a Metzler 170 by 80 by 17. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I would prefer this. I would prefer an ME88, but I'll take a this. Ma'am, are you calling me from Metzler? <laughs> are you checking up to see what kind of inventory I'm carrying? Are you calling me from another dealership? To see what we're charging for tires so you can undercut our prices. You say <laughs> Pam or Pam? No, exactly. <laughs> Pam, this is you at Sills. I know it. All right. I know you're price shopping me. Goddamn BMWs. So, uh, so I'm like, okay. And so the first one, I look it up and I'm like, we don't have one of those. So the second one, she calls out and it was a 15 inch tire. And I'm like, we don't have that. And, uh, you know, 15 inch tires are for intruders and PC800s. And certain shadows. They're usually for cruiser bikes or PC 800s. I think Dunlop's the only one that makes one for that. For now. the PC 800, yes. Yeah, the K581 or whatever. Like, they're the last one that right. still does that tire for the PC. Well, so she asked for the second tire. I'm like, no, third tire. No, 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 definitely not. Ma'am, I got to ask, where are you calling from? Oh, like Freedom Rides. And I'm like, well, where's that? Tallahassee, Florida. <laughs> Come again? Tell, she goes, yes, we have four or six bikes that are in the back service department up on the lifts waiting or something for waiting for tires, and nobody has any tires right now. So I'm calling dealerships. 
around the country. And I said, how long did it take you to get to Cleveland? And she goes, about nine hours. <laughs> oh, jeez. And so she's been calling dealerships to just try and find any one of those six or eight tires to get them shipped to her at any expense so she can get those customers' bikes off the lift. And I've been in that position. Um, this is a very, very, very bad time to need certain things for your motorcycle. And we have certain bikes in the back that we have run into that where there just aren't any of these parts. The part you need doesn't exist. Well, but I saw it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, you did. But I saw it on Revzilla or Partzilla or Dogzilla. That's fine. They have that on their website. They'll swipe your credit card. The dog who goes to get the parts is never coming back. He's gone to live in a farm somewhere upstate. In fact, if you look right now yeah. on Revzilla and a lot of these places, because I was looking for an MRA windscreen for my, my right. Z900. Yep. Um, it'll say, like, it, it says in stock, and then below it says shipping can take four to six weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, right. oh, it's really in yeah. stock. Is that it? means we're going to hopefully figure shit out by then. Yeah, right. That's exactly yeah. what that means. It's not in stock. It's not Every, in stock. Everything I've ordered from Honda yeah. has been, they said it's in stock. Yep. And then they send me an email that's, uh, this is a special order. Right. And then they, then a month later or six weeks later, I get the part. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's the world we live in at this particular moment. There is such a log jam between freighters and containers and docks and truckers. Canal. Oh, my buddy just took his bike and he's got an O2 1800 also. He's got the R model. Right. And it was three months to get a tire. Yeah. And they were going to like, we're going to do Shinkos. And I'm like, okay, I've used Shinkos before. It's decent. They're like, yeah, it's $230 a tire. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, for a Shinko. Shinko. I'm not paying Metzler money right? for a Shinko. I, I don't need 17 of them. <laughs> and you said dark side. I, I did, actually. I'm like, you need a dark side now. You need a dark the side to front so, end, too. Uh, right. That's, that's double dark side. Double dark side. That, that means you take a rear tire, turn it around, and you put it on the front. Did I'm you notice that, that he had for that one? Did you notice that Chris has the thing down when he said that he was going like this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Your so, lack of faith is disturbing. Well, like, right? So I'm telling about this. I'm like, you can't get tires. I'll fit you with a tire. Right. Yeah, right? that's it. I got this down, right? And he's like, no, I don't. I didn't know Hankook made a motorcycle tire. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the other side, right? Like he's close to retirement. I'm like, no, I, I don't want you dark siding, right? Like I love it. You would never talk me out of it. That thing's getting it when it's right. not under warranty anymore. Right. As my warranty dealer sits right there. <laughs> no. But yeah, I'm like, Phil, no. I fixed the bike. Why? It doesn't need a kickstand anymore. <laughs> I just walk off. I just walk Isn't away. What I just showed you, the thing almost stands up no, on yeah. its own. Oh He's got a Mickey Thompson go. on the back. Yep, there you go. Flat. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you yeah, go. Right? Perfect example. Perfect example. Yeah, that's what? a Kumho. <laughs> yeah. That's got a lot of lean angles. And you know what? That's one of those 80,000 mile tires from Walmart. Right. You're like, oh. it's got an 80,000 mile tread wear guarantee. Hey, you're, you're, you're not joking. I changed tire again. <laughs> you're, you're not joking. Like, I got 90,000 on there. I changed that tire twice. Wow. Once before that to another motorcycle tire. I mean, because I came from a dark side. There are 45,000 yeah. mile tire. And he, with a 3,000 pound car oh, sitting on, on them. <laughs> right? And then there's me on there. So I was like, and when I sold it, I was like, you can look at it. He goes, that thing's brand new. I'm like, that thing ain't it is brand nowhere new. Near brand <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. It's got a 200 treadwear rating. Right. Yet it is 90,000 miles old and still has hairs on it. Right. Go figure. <laughs> right. Are there any tricks to making them more round and not just flat? No, you just, you just don't so, care. Actually, Overinflate it. I, I, I kid you not. Okay. You want to actually underinflate them. We, underinflate. We, this we talked about it, yeah. And so, so the corners break down yeah. when you go. Not, to be fair, 
yes and no. You want to underinflate it a little bit, right? Because you want to feel a little cushion. But uh, you want to look at the tire profile that fits you. So like the intruder tire, when I, if I can find a picture of that, um, actually had a rounded profile. You would have thought it was a going out of shape motorcycle oh, tire. okay. Right. right? Well, is there um, any logic into getting a little bit wider tire and then so pinching put it, it up, put it on a rim? Yeah, the rim pinches it. It, it, you know, oh. it makes it bow a little. Yeah, the no? rim. No, not really. It's, it's not going to uh, do that because of the the belts and everything. Yeah, it yeah, it, it doesn't have any kind of give like that. The but science that, that, of dark siding. Yeah, right. But that <laughs> patch will stay. And as I was describing, yeah. I replace what I call drag nuts. I don't know the real name for them because yeah. they're, they're, they're pegs. They're peg pegs. I, so yeah, they're peg pegs. Drag I take around the bikes and I break them more than I do anything with them, but. You know, I replace them about once a year, yeah. once every two years, because I mean, I'll lean that 1800 on a corner going 90 miles an hour yeah. without even thinking and, twice. And that's a porky, porky pig. I mean, that's a heavy bike. Oh, plus, yeah, plus you never have chicken strips. All the guys are like, damn, dude, look at you. You're using the whole tire, man. Yeah. Well, you know, a funny thing about that bike, though, is like, as big as it is, 1800, it fucking thing caps out at 115 right. if you're lucky. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's, really? that's right. It's a diesel. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's <laughs> like. Yeah. And it breaks your crotch. I mean, you're like yeah. this, but then again, so does that thing. Right. Yeah. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. So on the on the Kimco, when you're riding the Kimco, if we took the motorcycle away, if we took the scooter away from you and just <laughs> left you suspended in the air, oh, Jesus. we could then put Photoshop anything in between your legs. You get mm. that right. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. So if you if you're riding the Kimco AK550, people don't realize that you're riding in the exact same riding position. Of there was a Kawasaki they did for like seven minutes that was called the Kawasaki Vulcan 2000, which was this insane motorcycle they built for like a week. And I'll pull up a picture of it because basically the only thing I can tell you about the Kawasaki Vulcan 2000 was it was all about more is better, right? I knew a guy that had one. Butera yeah. is, is that the one that has that little Hawaii. No, it, it was everything about this bike was obscene. And it was just that kind of a thing that it looks like a very, very normal motorcycle. When you take a look at it, there's nothing initially about it that is like off-putting. It looks a hell of a lot like the um, like the Honda uh, 800. Or a V-Star. It looks more like a V-Star. It or looks like all of them, except everything has been put on the copying machine at 120%. So... It's a 2,000cc motorcycle, 2000? and it benefits from a four-speed transmission. Wow. Because it's a, it's a 2,000cc motorcycle. Right. Well, every Vulcan's a four-speed anyway, because right. yeah. they don't have second gear. They don't have Well, second gear, <laughs> second gear left with the second owner. Yeah. It should <laughs> just have a two-speed power glide. That's what yeah. I was saying. It should just be a power glide. Just do a boss hoss with it and just have two speeds. So that's Low a thousand cc's per jug. Yes, it is a thousand. So cc's how big per is jug. that fucking piston then? Big, bigger than my ashtray. Yeah, like it's a big fucking thing. Yeah. So I don't want to segue, but we're we're talking about this. So shifting, right? Yeah. So I I'm a non-clutch shifter. Right. Like, you just wrap, match your revs. Right. Is it? How do you guys feel about that? Like I've never heard you talk about it before. If you put ninety thousand miles on a bike right. like that, it must not be a problem. <laughs> one mean, clutch. Right, I, like I one mean, clutch, right? Yeah, oh, and, uh, yeah. Ninety thousand miles 90, in one miles. clutch. Yeah, so it works. I don't oh, think. Okay, yeah. I don't, yeah. okay. I look, yeah. You can look at it that way. I mean, yeah. I took the plates apart and made sure they were good a couple times, right? But yeah. they went right back in. Yep. Right. A lot of times, upshifting doesn't make a difference with the clutch or not if you time it right. But right. I think downshifting Downsh- might. Yeah. You might want to use a clutch a little more on yeah, that. Even downshifting, right? Really, I mean, nothing. Don't get me wrong. If you like, wait long enough, sometimes and you know it. I've heard that downshifting thing up. 
a bunch of times. Why? Why is it bad to downshift without the clutch? I think it just locks everything up. Well, yeah, because you're, you're, you're impact slamming, forces. Yeah, you're yeah. slamming the gears in. How much does the motorcycle weigh? It depends on how skilled you are right. at doing it. Exactly. And if you do it all the time, right. and, and you're as skilled as he probably is, right. he, ma- he synchro meshes everything match himself. Exactly. Uh, I'm not saying I'm good. I, yeah, but I, 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 like, I fuck up. If the shit lasted 90,000 miles, you didn't fuck up that badly. You know what I mean? You do it at the right time before the engine comes down. Yeah, yeah, but at that point you're using more your front your brakes than the clutch. I'm going to ride around for a while with no clutch. I one of my first bikes I started out with Mm -hmm. was a TS250. The clutch was blown up. I bought the bike for fifty bucks. Yeah, I ended up putting washers on instead of springs in it. (laughs) I I bolted the clutch back together so it wouldn't slip, so I could ride it. And I rode that for a whole summer just with no clutch. No clutch. I'd start it up. I'd push it a little bit, jump on it, kick it in gear, and go. And I rode. For a whole summer and had a lot of fun on a bike with no clutch. no clutch. Well, I think I benefited from the fact that all my bikes have always been drive shaft. Right. Right. So, like, you let off on the gas, like, it yeah. starts breaking. So, it's it's real easy to get it mm-hmm. right into the sweet spot to drop it down without a problem. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I would, you know, I would start and stop with no clutch. Yep. As soon as you get going too slow, kick it into neutral. Yep. Oh, you got me on the start then. I always got and it then when, first you, gear. when you go to start out, you give it a little <laughs> duck push, you just, just yeah. enough to get it moving. Yep. Let no throttle and click it in and yep. quickly give it just so it doesn't stall. Oh, yeah. And I used to ride no clutch all the time. And, like, people kind of talk me out of the no clutch thing for downshifting. Nah, it's fine. You know what? And it's I'm not saying you're going to be able to do it on Steve's bike. So on his on his, K, on his 900, yeah. his KZ900 sport bike, it's not going to like it because everything that bike does, it's rev matching all happens at 5,000, 6,000 RPM. Well, I can tell you that the transmission is yeah. butter smooth. Oh, yeah. dude. Using the clutch. Yeah. And it leads me to believe that you probably wouldn't even need to use the clutch so because you the transmission. Snick, and it's also got a slipper clutch. And, and, yeah, and on top of yeah. that, so I went to WeBike, WebBike yeah. or whatever yeah. it is, and they sell a bearing kit that you put over the, sh- the shifter shaft and it supports it. So now the shifter shaft has an extra bearing what? that's supported. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. You'll never miss a shift now. Well, there you go. Because like before that, the shifter shaft was like that yeah. long sticking right. out. So now right. it's only like the literally the thing goes and it's supported right at the right end. On. It's fucking ridiculous. I, mean, I was starting to miss shifts because yeah. I got lazy. Because you got lazy. It was <laughs> so good <laughs> that I felt like I just had to wiggle my big yeah. toe tick, and tick, it was tick. making a yeah, shift. Yeah. Right? You won't do well. that now, though. Now with that thing on there, you can't fuck it up. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's you so good. You think about shifting and it's shifting. Well, I rode the Hunter Cub to work today. That this morning, not going to be like that. And the Hunter Cub is like, it's one of those ones where like, oh, this is great. And the first time I shift, I'm like, oh, that's right. I got to shift with my fucking shoulder on this thing. <laughs> because like the travel on the shifter is about seven and a half inches. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's got, a, it's got a heel toe shifter on it. So you're like, oh, I'm going to be sexy and use the heel part of the heel toe. The human leg, the human foot doesn't bend that far. Like you can't drop your heel below your ball of your foot that low. Yeah. To make it shift correctly, I, I you have to be a new. Up. You got to tow it I, up. I tows yeah. it up. We were talking about I that tow last it from the flow up, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. I didn't you know, do that too on the CT. And I mean, I staged the clutch and everything, like you know, like the smooth way to shift those bikes. And I do stage the clutch, so I do, and I can stage the clutch and do a wheelie on it. All the silly tricks that you can do with the bike with no clutch. But fuck me, man! Like, there's never been a bike that has been like, okay, and we're going to shift tomorrow. I guess it's not a fuck. bike with no clutch. It's a bike with an auto clutch. It's a bike that has a clutch that is operated by your foot as part of moving the shifter, right? So, like, on your way to shifting a gear. It's like a recluse clutch. Well, yeah, it's exactly right. With a a foot clutch. Well, it's like they said, we're going to put the transmission, 
the next gear in your neighbor's house. And walking across your yard to your neighbor's house, in the way, you're going to clutch it. So you're going to clutch it on the way to the shift. Neither of which is going to happen when you want it to. So the best you can hope for is not looking drunk. Like, if you're riding a Trail 120 or, you know, a CT90 or something, it's best to ride those in the grass and dirt and stuff like that. Because downshifting on one of those is a great example of, like, misery. Doesn't happen. Either you don't downshift until you're stopped, in which case you go through the whole cassette, one, two, three, four, or you downshift, but you don't let your foot up. No, you don't let your foot no, up. Oh, and then you rev it a little bit. Right. And then you ease off. And on then you ease foot. up. Yeah. So because you put your foot down means you've selected the gear. You're letting your foot up, which means you're clutching into it. And that letting your foot up is activating the clutch. So it's really... Now, that trick, what, what Steve just said, like that technique of easing into it on the downshift, when you have somebody... If you have a Trail 90 or if you have a Super Cub, you don't ever throw your keys to somebody who's never ridden one because they will do the dumb thing that everyone does. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It's hilarious because you're like, here, take it for a ride. And you're like, oh, shit, they've never ridden one of these before. Mm -hmm. And then you see them come in and they'll come in for a landing and they'll try to go from fourth gear to third gear. And you'll see that back wheel lock up big as Christmas. And if the tire is like a, the tire is like an inch and a half wide. It's it's something that you yeah. shaved off with your manscaper. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, on the old CT nineties, if you're in a particular gear and it's yeah. wound up like going yep. down a hill, or oh yeah, you can't shift up or shift down. No, you you're, can't. It won't shift. It will not shift yeah. until it winds yeah. down. Until it you, settles down. Yeah. Every time I've done it, I've been like, oh shit, I just let this person ride a bike. They don't know how to ride yet because here comes the downshift. And then eventually rev matches. And then they're like, whoa, that was scary. So I'm going to downshift again. And you're like, oh, no, don't do that again. <laughs> and they will skid the back tire through three gears and then arrive at a stop. And I'm like, well, or you could just arrive in fourth gear <laughs> and then go down. <laughs> because the bike doesn't care. The bike and it won't stall. And it will not stall. You, you know what? You can arrive in fourth gear and just leave it in fourth and gear. And just leave it in and fourth probably gear. probably take off. If you and it, and it will take, take off. off too fast. I've done it. Yeah. It's really good for people who aren't good at motorcycle. You know, <laughs> if you take somebody who's not good at motorcycle and you give them a trail 90 and you put it in fourth gear for them after two circles of the parking lot, they'll be good at motorcycle because they'll be like, okay, I've maximized that skill. What can I do now? Now that I've gone 12, you know, like you're, you're ready for another gear. My friend, am I to get another gear? Yes. And it's going to be a lower one. Now it's going to be more exciting. We did that in the parking lot today. We sold your spade. So we sold your spade, and the guy, it's Wait his first Wait, whoa, motorcycle. Whoa, whoa. What? Your spade? Yeah, we sold a spade. He had a spade. He, had, he owned one I for know. two weeks. It was that dark-colored one that was in the front of the showroom there. I love that bike. Yeah, he sold I it. I liked it too, but... It drank too much gas for him. Steve. Yeah. It had a range of 84 miles. <sighs> I'm disappointed. Again. Fucking Steve. It's like your bladder. It's <laughs> not enough capacity. Yeah. So the kid that bought it, the kid was, he's a little gun shy because he's only ever had scooters. So you really super nice guy. And so I was like, well, let me show you something about this bike that's kind of magical. It's only 150 cc's, but you can do this. And I put it in first gear and I let the clutch out, like just let it out like I made a mistake. So I just let the clutch out and then put my left hand in the air and did circles in the parking lot. Like... <laughs> With no clutch. And he's like, wait a second. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you pretty much, it's hard to stall this bike. It's really, really hard to screw this bike up at a stoplight because despite only having 150 cc's, it does have a fairly decent flywheel in it. The SSRs? Yeah. The, I got off the one and let the clutch out. <laughs> 
and I felt it moving yeah. a little bit. And I looked down, and I didn't have and the back wheels going. Yeah, it's just digging. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I left it in gear. I yep. left the clutch out. I'm not giving any no. gas, and it's just going. It refuses to stall. It refuses to stall. On the night that we, I still haven't apologized to Steve for basically blowing up half of his backyard over there. That was my yard. Oh, sorry. It was J Town. It was J Town, yeah. It's a ghetto um, anyway. I don't care. We, we, we did some fun shit. Like, those things were going, but I, I had a couple of good wheelies. I'm finally starting to figure out some wheelies on that thing. Oh, you got to really position way yourself. Back. Yeah, way back and, and hold it there. The extended swing arm's going to make yeah, it. Yeah, the extended yeah. swing arm makes it a little harder to wheelie those. Yeah. Just we had fun. Bit. Dan was ripping. He was, he was getting out there and doing his thing. Having having a good time on the SSI. Yeah, but Dean was ripping it. after dark, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, he's gonna hit a tree!" <laughs> no lights, <laughs> no lights, no. no lights. But that was also <laughs> I had cocktail vision going, so that was oh, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, really <laughs> I should have done like because I have a regulator right yeah, there. I could have put a headlight on it. Right, meant to do a seat. No, it's yeah. just gonna go as is, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got like twenty nine dollars. I bought the world's brightest headlamp off the Amazon's. That's gonna be yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like that thing's devastating. I went to the door the other day. I was fixing my refrigerator. And some like food delivery service person or somebody came up knocking on the door, and I forgot it was on my head, and I just was like, and I just like walked out, and all he saw was like a light, a ball of light walking through my house. And he's I'm like, sure, "This is it." Yeah, I'm sure it was aliens and land. There was a ghost sighting or something, and I was like, "I was like, yeah, what do you want?" And he's like, "Um, turn and this was like, and, and this was noon, you know." So like, he was already wearing his daytime eyes, but just yeah. the same, this thing is brighter than God, and for cheap. So, uh, and it's got two really good lithium batteries in it, which is like, I'm like, those batteries have value, let alone the whole thing around them. So very cool. Does anybody want to hear a question from one of our Patreons about SSRs? No, not really. I'm good. Oh, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) So if anybody doesn't know, we've got Patreon, uh, Patreon Cleveland Moto. Um, It's where you can buy us stuff. Yay. And this is how this happens when we sound better. Is that how right? it works? That's how it works. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, he's a Patreon subscriber and also just a apparently platinum. Well, he's a patron saint at this he point. He is a patron saint yeah. at this point for fucking sure. We don't use the word legend around here a lot. You're getting that word thrown at you as much as we can. So Benny, um, who's a patron. And so the party member thing, like you do be- become the party member and you send me a message and you're like, hey, dude, I just signed up to be at the party level. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I'm going to send you the secret number, right. right? So he sent this out and he goes, now hold on. He says, I have a question. I have an SSR 125. Okay. Oh, okay. And he says, I'm having some off-idle issues. Okay. So you're having off-idle issues with your SSR 125. What kind which, of gas did you use? Well, I'm going to assume, first of all, that just means that when you crack it, anything, it dies. Mm-hmm. You know, which is not an uncommon problem with motorcycles in general. So... I'm going to take a stab at it first. Uh, first thing I would say is, yeah, gas is a good thing with those. Um, and the other thing with those is how many miles or how many hours do you have on it? Because it is a good idea. Change the oil after the first hour, then change the oil after like the third hour, and then change the oil again after that. Not a bad idea. Um, but Do some rapid fire oil changes. Rapid fire oil changes are a really good idea. And then the other thing that I can tell you, a very good thing for that is, if you're using, if you're throwing octane at the problem, it's probably not the best. We're running ethanol-free gas at the at the farm right now, so at the compound. And are we running what ninety octane or eighty nine octane? It's ninety. Ninety octane, I think. Yeah, ninety. Yeah, ninety. Ninety no ethanol. And so running anything no ethanol is better than running ninety four with ethanol or running you know race gas with ethanol. Throwing octane at the problem in a lower compression engine is not a great idea. So you can 
if you are over octaning the bike, you will get a stumble off the crack, right? Then the other thing is, well, there is an air fuel mixture screw on the bike. The bike does have an air, air fuel mixture screw that you can actually get to, and it's not plugged out like most of them are on modern machines. I so, couldn't find it. I was looking for it on my bike because the the pipe is turned oh, completely turned purple yeah. on my Yeah, yeah, yeah this is crazy. Yeah. 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 So the on the SSRs, we have one right there. Um, on the left side of the carburetor is a screw at an angle that is your idle adjustment, and that just literally jacks up your uh, your slide. Yeah, and then on the right hand side of the carburetor, going in horizontally, is another screw, and that other screw is your air fuel mixture screw. Okay, so those are the only two screws that you can see on the SSR carburetor, and yeah, that that will you can do that. Now, that air fuel mixture screw is only good for idle, so keep in mind that that air fuel mixture screw is not going to help your air fuel mixture at half throttle or full chat or anything else it's just going to be the idle so if the bike is stumbling off idle which means you're sitting there and it's going bop 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 no problem you crack the throttle and it goes then that's what that air fuel mixture is for right then and there before you do that though make sure your spark plug's good make sure your spark plug's clean because it is a single cylinder so it puts a lot of reliance on that single spark plug um, it's a d8 spark plug and it does come with a like a Chinese version of a torch, I guess. But what was nice enough about the Chinese spark plug that's in there is they did use the NGK coding system. So you can actually use okay. an NGK D8ES spark plug works perfectly. They just only gave you half of the numbers. So the spark plug is like, what uh, What size plug is this? Well, it says D8 on it. Well, that sounds like a pretty good start. <laughs> so let's open up the NGK cabinet and grab anything that starts with D8. Yeah, because that's the length of the threads and that's the heat range. So length of the threads and the heat range gets you where you need to be, right? Everything else is a modifier, like it's platinum tipped or whatever. I think he needs to clean yeah. his carb. Clean the carb. Yeah. And, and the I carb. would change the plug too. Yep. Just just to yeah. see. Oh, buy it. I always clean the carb. Yeah. Invest two dollars and fifty cents in a NGK spark plug. Make mm -hmm. sure you got the right octane gas in it and give the carb a quick clean. Swish it out, you know. We don't know how long it's been sitting there. Maybe you picked up something in your fuel, maybe yeah. whatever. I was gonna say, so like I fuck up things more than I do anything. But like, as I was telling Phil, like when I'm doing something in my driveway out where I live, like someone sees you doing something that they, they bring their shit over. They're like, you do this. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I, I don't do this. Like, do you, do you see the tire? It's from a car. It's not a motorcycle. I don't do this. And uh, so it, one of the things that I found more often than not for people that have what you guys call adventure riding, which I don't do is shit gets in their tank because they don't have a fuel filter. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're filling it up after they've had a good old time. And mm -hmm. so they unscrew the cap, which is fine, and shit gets in there. Yeah. And so many times I have found that it's not that the carb's dirty, that there's literally shit hitting the carb yeah. well, and in there or the float, and it can't do anything. And that is one of my right. You, you don't just clean the carb. No. You clean the whole fuel system starting from the tank, from the cap all the way to the bottom right. of the float. Carb. Don't be afraid to spend some money on gas letting it run out. Put a filter in it. Well, that's right. just it, right? Cut the line. Put a yeah. filter in that you can see, yep. right? Not one yep. of these knockoff, like, can't see this shit because, like, if you can't see through it. dollars on the Amazon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you let Renee order them. <laughs> we made a mistake one time. We were like, oh, these Visuous filters, they're the best, man. Like, this is the greatest filter ever. It's down to, like, 0.3 microns or whatever. Renee, order like, like a million of these. And I told Renee, I was like, we need more of these. These are really good. Like, I'm totally happy with these. They come in the right sizes for the fuel line we use. That's fantastic. You know what? Renee order, just order, just order 50 of them. So Renee's like, okay, cool. Order 50 of them. 
Well, they came like, on a 12-pack <laughs> card or an 18-pack card. <laughs> so it was one of those cards you hang on the shop of your wall. And so you, people had a thousand, take you had a 1,000 of those fucking I things. think it was. I think we ended up with over a 1,000 of them because I think there's 24 of them on a card. <laughs> well, how many times have you had to order a 1,000? Well, this is what's oh, hilarious. What like? This is what's crazy is because I caught myself the other day. I was telling somebody, I was like, oh, well, shit, I got 50 of those in the back. Don't sweat it. And I went in the back and I was like, uh, wait, wait a second. What happened? Are we out of these? And she's like, yeah, we got to order more. I was like, well, you're good at that. Go ahead. <laughs> and I was like, the last the last whack you ordered lasted almost 10 years. So have at it. You know, go ahead and make us a gold member with I'll tell you, you what, know, that's the last filters. thing you, you want to run out in this shop, though. You fucking know it. In our world of Cleveland, park it in October and don't visit it again until March. Like fuel filtration is super important. Like well, that's the one with the center metal. Yeah. Like yeah, yep. those are good. Yeah, nothing gets through them. I gotta know? be honest. I've I've never had a bike parked that long. Right. Like yeah, I it's in the winter. Yep. As long as my ice bucket, and that is no lie, in the winter time, I will have a bucket with water in it. As long as that thing's not iced over, I will ride. You're fair game, huh? I yeah. I, I have melted snow pants to pipes before. Yeah, like, oh, the, yeah. In the, the back of your bike. I mean. Right? <laughs> nice it's it's a nice all season. <laughs> You're right, exactly. Snow chains, right. man. Right. Right. Absolutely. Just go right. straight for the snow chains, man. Right. Yeah. That makes right. sense why he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, to be fair, though, right? Like, I, I don't <laughs> clean bikes. <laughs> I, I don't clean bikes, right? So, like, I ride in the wintertime. It eats the shit out of them. Like, yeah. I will plasti dip the yep. shit out of rims and everything, everything. else. Yep. To be fair, I plastic did that thing's getting fucking painted here pretty soon. The uh, and, uh, the salt, the motorcycles that have been hit by salt, even if it's one year, yep. the bike will never be a, a prom queen ever again in her life. Oh, especially the lacquer. One, yeah, one year in the salt. The alloys that they use for uh, fork stanchions, so like the fork legs, are made of a type of aluminum that is just porosity. Yep. And once the little plastic sheeting or the shellac or the varnish they put on it from the factory that keeps it shiny while you, when you're buying it, once that goes away, then they're just gone. There's nothing left of them. And then the chrome. How the fuck does hard chrome on the front of a fork leg or stanchion literally just go like shotgun pattern of rust? Through it. I didn't understand, but... Like day one of our suspension clinic, the guy was like, hey, by the way, I bet you don't do this when your motorcycles come in for service and you loosen the triple clamps because you're going to do forks. Yeah. I bet you don't rotate the fork shit, the fork stanchions. I was like, why would I do that? He's like, you're supposed to. Like, why? Well, because the leading edge has got all the bug guts and all the stuff on it and that can attack the chrome and stuff. So every time you service the bike, you should rotate the fork stanchions so that you're putting the the parts that have been hit by bugs and rust and shit like that or in rocks putting that towards the back and exposing a brand new fresh surface so you don't have the front edge of your fork stanchions literally just being pitted to fuck causing fork seal leaks and yeah it's true guess what every fucking fork stanchion i've ever had to replace was only shitty on one side yeah well the worst is when you see the european dudes because they ride in the shit all the time constantly they're like, man, you look at the bike and you're like, God, that thing's sad. And he's like, yeah, it's a 2020. I've had it for like six months. Like, <laughs> well, you laugh about that, but yeah. I bought the 1800, right? So I went from 800 to 1800, right. right? And I bought it in the middle of winter because great time to buy a bike. Best deal right? ever. Right? Like, so, and my dad took me down and we had a trailer and whatnot because it sucked and it was Southern Ohio. Like yeah. we drove, but you know, it, that's what we did. And he had a trailer and whatnot where we're coming back and he goes, you know, he goes, 
what do you think about riding this back home? Because we got to drop the trailer off over here where I borrowed it from. And home is like, you know, another like hour or so that way. He goes, what are you thinking? I'm like, well, why don't we pull off here where it looks like they at least plowed the actual like little area. And let so me we see don't have to go like. all the way to where the trailer was. Right. Right. <laughs> so I get on this thing. And again, 800, 1800. Right. I'm like, crack. Fuck. <laughs> I said, I can do this. <laughs> I froze my, if five yeah. minutes into this, yeah. froze my ass off, got it home. Bike never looked right the same no. after that. No, like, it was just completely The, the pre it. was done. It was done. It was done. I rode, it was done. I rode my Super Tenre home when I picked that up back in the day, 11 miles in 31 degree weather yeah. through snowstorms. Yeah. And it's the last thing you ever want to do again, man. Like It took me, I got inside and I took three hot showers, a bath. I rolled myself in two comforters and I still still couldn't. Yeah. (laughs) No, the hair fell off naturally at that point. It was, I was frozen, man. That sucked. Wintertime is about the only time I wear a helmet. (laughs) It's bad when you have a half an inch of ice. Ice on the beard. Ice in the beard is a very, you're like, you, you check yourself out in the mirror or you, when you walk into a store and you're like, oh shit, I'm that guy. Well, the like, worst, yeah. the worst was I bought these like $250 climb fucking snowmobile yep. gloves that had like three different layers and all this shit. And they were like guaranteed down to negative 15, right? right? And then it was raining and it lasted four right. minutes exactly. and they were just a giant wet yeah. pillow of shit on my hands and it just sucked. There are a few things in the world that beat heated grips. Yeah, that's civilized. Or... If you don't have heated grips, the hot packs. Yeah. So, like, if you don't have heated grips, you should just buy those hot packs a case at a time because... You need three. One on your nuts and yep. two on your hands. Yeah, yep. that's it. And because those things have saved my ass more times than I it's can It's the 18-pack that hangs on the wall. It is the 18-pack that hangs on the wall. That's why Renee's ordered 10,000 of them now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Renee, we should order 200 of these. It only AK's, comes in box of 100. <laughs> that AK, by the way, has ridiculous heated grips. Yeah. Because I again got stuck in the rain, right? Yep. Now I went from sweating my mm-hmm. ass off to like freezing all of a sudden. So I'm like, I'm gonna turn the heated grips on low. I turn them on, the motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> turn it off, I'll freeze. <laughs> like they were hot. Do you guys remember? Oh, just a, a single like on off type thing. No, there's three levels. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's three levels, but hot is motherfucking hot. Like, well, they expect you to have gloves on, right. and you got to go through all the gloves. Uh, and, right. Yeah, it, hot's so, way but, too like, hot. I was reading it. It's like 55 degrees Celsius, 65 degrees Celsius, and like 75 degrees Celsius. Which I'm like, is over 100 and some degrees. Right. Like, <laughs> but you don't realize that you're like yeah. setting one. That should be. Eh. No, fuck. 75 <laughs> degrees science is fucking hot, man. <laughs> right. That's really, really hot. That's super duper hot. So Harley Davidson did what we talked about them doing uh, two podcasts ago yep. when we were making fun of their, you know, their new Sportster S because they killed the Sportster. Right. The Sportster got killed, right? Sportster's gone. So the Sportster's gone. So they brought back the Pan America Sportster. Mm-hmm. So they got the Pan America Sportster, which they did actually produce. And it does look like the pictures that they did file the patents for. Yay. They need to put bigger pipes on it. Okay. Glad you said it. Fucking obvious. That is, let's just straight up talk about the goddamn elephant in the room again, if we could. Harley Davidson has finally, well, they finally perfected the art of selling aftermarket exhaust systems. They're like, nobody can actually tolerate this exhaust, so they'll have to buy a new one. It just looks like big tits. It's so, (laughs) I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Well, so is the tire. Look at the tires on that. Well, it does have the giant, ridiculous tires. You know, Moda Guzzi did that with their bobber. So yeah. with the bobber, they put the giant chunky, you know, it's the old Firestone thing of vintage motorcycles have those big Firestone car tires on them. And he likes them because they're dark sided, pre dark sided. Yep. <laughs> but what is funny is these fucking giant heat shields on this thing, like the exhaust. Somebody spent an hour and a half designing the gas tank. Somebody spent, you know, 
a week designing the tail section for the seat so it looks like an old xr750 flat tracker somebody spent a lot of time on the swing arm and figuring out how low suspension should be so your balls could you know drag on the ground but those exhausts <laughs> were literally plucked out of the 1983 yamaha catalog i was gonna say some engineer had his kid draw a picture from yeah that thing, like i'm gonna be cute and use this yeah exactly those exhausts are just it's just a, sh a collection of heat shields like there's no exhaust there it's just 17 layers of heat shield it's like a blooming onion but that is the kind of thing that the whole rest of the motorcycle i'm yeah i i do like it i admit it i like the look of that motorcycle however they have done a great job of ensuring aftermarket exhaust company sales because nobody's going to leave that on and again in that you know ducati made a scrambler that had a low pipe harley davidson made a sportster that has a high pipe well, there you go. We're in bizarro world. Everything's backwards. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. It's front wheel drive too. That was a nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> the motor's nice though from everything I've heard. I, it's the detuned Pan America. Yep. So they've taken the uh, crazy cam timing adjusters out because those are expensive. And uh, they just made it a regular tradition. I guess as traditional as you're going to say on this motorcycle. But it's 121 Herspers and that's that's not nothing to sneeze at. And, you know, it's there's nothing fucking wrong with it. I, you know, as looking as a looking at it goes... It totally looks like a great bike. They gave up 30 horsepower and they gave up two torques. Mm. So as we like to say at Cleveland Moto, tuned for the mid-range. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's exactly it. So yeah, I mean, rock on Harley-Davidson. I hope that's what it needs. Uh, the Bronx certainly didn't survive. So I like how they put like the smallest human being yeah. ever on that yeah. bike to make it look big. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, she's 105 pounds soaking wet. And then the guy that's behind her, you see he's in the full crouch over my back hurts position. Right. Yeah. So she's got the arch in her back looking all proud and shit like that. But she's, you know, she's five foot zero. But he's in the I hate my job position right now. So that's, that's what that's happening. So you got a cool tool over there. No. It's no. just a show and tell item. Okay, what's your show and tell it's item? It's not that cool, but it's, it's a it's, red plastic oh, no, box. Something I'm happy with that it, I think right, everybody it, should buy. I finally it's cool. all right. I've it's getting passed an around. Adult yep. and I decided. Yep. It's uh. Looks oh, like you got oh, plug oh, wrenches. Yeah, nice. yeah so this is. This I is got that. sick of looking. You yeah. know, every time you go to pull a spark plug, yep. you're like, okay, where's my spark plug? Socket? Yep. Okay, grab that one. Nope, wrong one. Grab yep. that one. Wrong one. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't have the right spark plug socket. It doesn't oh, yeah. happen to me. Yep. Yeah, now I that. spent thirteen dollars on Amazon on the Amazons, and, and I you have know a what? Full kit of every size. And what's really great about that too is because they did. I spent the extra two bucks to get the red kit you got the red box in the box yeah but then but you got the metrics and you got the you know you're no longer sneaking the five eights in when you really should have had a 14 millimeter you're no longer <laughs> no, we know how that works <laughs> and good timing for mid ohio because now you can uh that's going to mid ohio yeah you can test we have whatever a spark plug wrench for anybody what is hilarious is everybody in their life has gotten well maybe podcast listeners are too young for this but there was a period of time when every third christmas i would get this weird metal flat toolkit that was like dollar store back then mm. and it was like 12 inches wide and it was like four inches deep and you'd flip it over and it had like the shittiest blow molded plastic insert in it mm. and it had a ratchet that worked one time oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was you know a three-eighths inch ratchet and then it had a three-eighths to quarter inch adapter that could right. take one torque but it was like this kit and I was like, wow, the, you know, these are the worst wrenches ever. These ever. are just fucking awful. This well, these whole are good set too because awful. they have the hex so you can use a exactly. press. Exactly. It's a real tight, tight That's spot. That's the Sometimes difference. Can... Yeah. Being able to get a hex head on those is 
something you definitely want to look for when you're when you're talking about sport sport players. Does it have the rubber giggy inside there to help? Yeah. Okay, I believe yeah. so. They some, yeah, really some tight. of them do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm disappointed that that set do. does not have one for Pratt and Whitney. Oh, um, for a <laughs> radial <laughs> engine. Yeah. It's an incomplete. Set. It's an incomplete set, right? You don't have the super stubby shorty one yeah, for your the, one, yeah. the, the for plugs your, are this bigger for your Tecumseh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have that. Um, All those big, huge. Yeah. Yeah. I've been lately. I have been collecting. I have been. I've I've been fetishy about T handle wrenches. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have now collected uh, way too many T handle wrenches. I'm gonna hop up real quick to get them. And in the meantime, what I do want people to talk about while I'm going over to get these T handle wrenches is I want people to talk about if you have embraced T handles yet. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Dan got us that, that T-handle ratchet. I've used that oh, shit yeah, more than yeah, I even yeah. want to I talk about. all the time. Yeah, that was a great addition, man. And I, I have, s- hanging up still in the package, it's a T-handle. It's uh, I believe it's in half inch. Maybe it's three-eighths. But it's this contraption, and I really should take it out of the package. My buddy bought it for <laughs> me, and it's basically like it's meant to, like, you can put... <laughs> Uh, socket you can put you can put it on something you can put your ratchet here oh. and it has a gear drive that you can like you're supposed to be able to like go like this yeah. right or like this or put an impact here and have it go like this and I'm like oh, oh that's pretty cool or you can I think lock it and just go like this sure I have went crazy I got so you know Parts Unlimited does a lot of motorcycle supplies obviously one of the largest motorcycle suppliers in the world but they also do tons of motorcycle tools, service tools. And I went bonkers with their catalog. And so the first thing is I got the, the Motion Pros um, T-handled for all the metrics. So oh, all yeah. the metric hex heads. And they have the ball end on the one end, which is just for oh, light yeah. duty poking around at the wrong angle. But then you got the hex head on the fixed hex head on the other end for where it's no longer a discussion. So like you got that super long handle on it. But just feel them. They just feel nice. And you got, a, you got a small adjuster on this side. Right. So they just, yeah. Yeah. So I just love how they're yeah. smooth, right? So I think that's really cool and beautiful. And then since I'm geeking out on T-handles, I found this bastard, which is magnificent. So this is a T-handle, but as a T-handle, it has literally four quarter-inch drives. So our three-quarter-inch drives. And then on each corner, there's an 8 mil, a 13 mil, and a 10 mil. If this doesn't solve all of your Japanese motorcycle problems in one fucking wrench, I don't know what does. Well, these two. have two 10 mils, though. Okay. Because <laughs> you're going to lose is, one yeah. of them. You're going to lose <laughs> one of them. Yeah, it should just hold two. So this is another one that's just like, and then you can switch them around as you need different levels of torquages. So yeah, that yeah. and the six. Yeah. What else do you really need? It's crazy. So I was just very, very impressed by it, you know. That's just one of those things that that's pretty, that's, pretty that's pretty good. And then pull one of the sockets off of there real quick. Um, does it also have? Okay, so that's not the one. So I bought another one that's a triple header. It has a different. And so under the socket at the end of the quarter inch drive is a hex driver. So like, yeah, no shit. So I will I will get that one. I'll let you fondle my tool. Mm. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but I'm gonna grab that thing because that it's thing's much bigger than I one. thought it was going to be. You yeah. have small hands, that's why. That's true. Yeah. Actually, I don't. Look at these fucking things. <laughs> so this is a little... This is a little... This is one oh, of those ones cool. yeah, where yeah. if you see this thing anywhere, this might as well be called the Shuriken uh, <laughs> because yeah, well, all of our video gamers from the old, yeah, from the yeah. 80s and 90s are like, oh yeah, we got that. Did you got it, bitch? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So this one, when you take the socket off, there's actually an M... Mm. Like an M6 under there, mm-hmm. right? 
So on this one, like when you take the bigger socket off, there's an M8 under there. So you not only do you have the quarter inch drive, but then you have an M8. So not only do you get three quarter inch drives, but you get like an M4, an M6, and an M8 for, you know, doing the things like the handlebar adjustments and stuff like that. So this is another yeah, one. See, it's cool. shaped like the Y. Who gorilla handed this fucking thing? The top's already done. Johnny, man. I may have. Yeah. Things happen around here, right? These aren't things happen. Enough. They should chime. Yeah, they it. should chime. No, in the they end. do. You got to whack the ends. Here, listen. Yeah, listen okay, listen he's going to give us some music. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Work it in a coal mine. I mean, you don't like ASMR, but you like the fucking dinging of the Yeah, exactly. Come on. So anyway, we'll pass all the tools that way and then make sure they just end up on the floor. And, and if there's fucking any pilfering, we're going to blame Chris Smith. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me get these. You can't trust a guy with a beard like that. That's mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. Or the guy at the end of the line. <laughs> yeah, the guy at the end of the line. He's usually the guy who's the most dangerous and most least trustworthy. He got it one yeah, piece at a time. Easy for me to say. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy. He's going to put so, it on his Janus. He is, oh, he's divining, he's divining water. He's going to keep it. Oh, that's brilliant. You're going to use those tools on your Janus. Did you hear what I said? I... He's My new first Janus joke in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the well, new move at the shop, the new move at the house shop, is that no tools are being stored horizontally anymore. So, like, all my tools are being hung vertically. So, I want to be able to see it. I, I like my whole thing now is I just I want to look at the wall and know who's present and accounted for. So, are you going to do the shit award with the late? The, I don't need to because like I've actually been doing that. <sighs> So I watch I watch too much. Oh fuck it, dude! You guys, I watch way too much AVE, right? Yeah. So I watch way too much AVE, and of course his desk, the healing bench, looks like a fucking oh, yeah, abortion, mess. right? It's yeah. a hot mess. But he's like, he's like, he, and I know this is he stole from another podcast, but it's always be knolling, right? So it's always be knolling, and that's just like the natural habit of when you have a pile of wrenches, just always line them up. Mm-hmm. And when you take 18 things off your motorcycle, just line them up so you can see them. So when I'm in here prepping bikes and there's 96 screws to think about and, you know, whatever, I just take them all out and I line them up. So then I can see that there's four of those, there's four of those, there's eight of those, and there's two of those. Well, that gives you a pretty good idea where they're going to go because the count. That right? was my, you know, when we did the the build-off challenge yep. on the SSRs, yep. and I kept saying, I'm like, man, I'm really bad tool and fastener discipline. Yeah. I normally like to keep my tools lined up. Get my fasteners lined up, and I was just throwing things everywhere, and then it was fucking me up. <laughs> Again, I screw shit up all the time, and that—that's my exact path. Is like, okay, wherever I took it off, make a line. Yep. Yeah. Take a picture before I yep. do it. Put it in a line. Don't mix them up. There is offer. It was getting fucked up with the. Uh, I like just throwing mine anywhere. <laughs> with the tequila. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, he still hasn't finished truth. it. Yeah. Yeah, ain't that the fucking truth right Offers there? is still the most ridden one, though. <laughs> you probably. Yeah. You know, and I that's true, probably too. a thousand hours on that thing. So. <laughs> hey, so I got a Janus question. Oh, you got a Janus question? Okay. Okay, I, Janus jokes. Here we that go. Was, no, <laughs> that was a Janus joke. Oh. I'd like to switch out the clock on that thing to a uh, a clock from a uh, Honda Monkey. A clock on what thing? On on the Janus. Oh, on the Janus. Well, yeah. you're saying yeah. clock, you mean speedometer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I can't cool. read anything on that. It's oh, like, it's like one point type on the. the it whole is thing. rather small. Yeah. Because it's only. I mean, it's only like this big, right? Yeah. yeah. Is it mechanical? Yeah. 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 Okay. You got to find out the ratio, and then just you well, you would be probably talking about a whole headlight and a cell swap to fit something bigger in there, or you're going to be cutting a hole in it, or you know what I mean? Like, if you want a bigger clock. I thought the clock was next to the headlight. Yeah, yeah, it's just just sits up on. I thought it was in the. I thought it was actually in the shell. No, no, it's fine. I stand. 
So all you got to do is call them and ask them what the ratio is. And most right. of them are like 1,200 to yeah. 60 or something yeah. like that. Figure out what the ratio is and you can replace that. Yeah, like yeah. even like lowbrow customs. Or like the, the ones I right. put on my 850 GS yeah. I got from there. And like I just had to, I just had to tell them the ratio. I right. like that, that units on the monkey, though. I mean, yeah. you can see that from Tuesday. Right. So that the, the reference that I made earlier to always be knolling. So there's this thing that Tom Sachs does. And uh, this is a YouTube channel you should watch. And it's called 10 Bullets. And uh, the 10 bullets always be knolling. Uh, he has 10 bullet points. And these are 10 bullet points that you would want to use mm. uh, to be better at whatever job you do, whether it's engineering or manufacturing or whatever. But there's only eight. I, I, yeah. Well, I hold on. Yeah. I was going to point that out. Like, <laughs> there's already been two fired. So this is, this is, this is, ten, okay. this, this particular one is called <laughs> 10 bullets number eight. So this is the eighth bullet. Oh. And so in the series that Tom Sachs does, um, and we'll put a link in the show notes or something for this, because this is one of those things like we when we kind of discovered AVE that changed our worldview a little bit. Right. So we picked well, up some strange six, things. He's got too many rim fire. Well, again, they're just bullets. <laughs> they're rim, they're rimfire of various different calibers too. Keep your dick in a vice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. only two in the right. center. Two in the center. Definitely, one hundred percent. Steve is getting very ABC. very wrapped up into the right. Always be closing. Yes. It's not always be closing. It's always be nulling. And so these ten bullets, um, these ten bullets from Tom Socks are things that I think everybody should look up. Because when you when you see the 10 bullets that he's talking about, these are 10 ways you can improve your workshop, 10 ways you can improve your interactions with machines, 10 ways that you can be better at keeping track of your shit that you paid money for, right? Because there's nothing worse than paying good money for shit, and then it's not where you left it, and you have to pay good money for it again. And right. now you have two of them where somebody else has one. I have right? parts that I've lost. And I, I bought is. again. Yeah. Right. I was like, I bought, I know I bought that carburetor. I fucking know I bought it. I the know worst. I bought it. And I know I put it on that shelf where I put things that I just recently bought. Well, that's, like, that's where it went. That's a huge problem at my house. Cause I'll buy something and yeah. like, I'm, I know I'm going to go in the garage tomorrow, but I'm not going today. So I'll put it on a shelf or something. My wife comes over and is like this fucking slob and she puts it somewhere else. Yes. And then I come in, I'm like, fuck, where did that thing go? And then I buy another one and then I go in the basement to clean the basement. I'm like, yeah. fuck, there's the thing. Like, <laughs> well, do you like to know what we call that at my house? What's that? We call that being the victim of a tidy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it cost us years off of our lives because what are you doing? You're out. You're like, oh shit, I know where that is. And you spend the next hour and a half looking for it because you right. don't want to ever admit that you lost something because no, that no, would be no. you're disorganized. Right. You'd I be admitting it, to your failure. my shit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how my wife fucking got to the top of that fucking hit parade? I had this amazing little tiny Ryobi drill. I mean, it's the smallest fucking ridiculous little Ryobi ever. Four volts. Four volts shouldn't be able to screw shit. But the thing fit in my prison wallet. Like, you could put this thing anywhere. You could smuggle this onto an airplane. But it was perfect for, like, going places you shouldn't go with a little power drill. My wife one day decided to clean up the little side table thing, you know, the little cabinet that we had, you know, since 1973. So she cleaned up the cabinet. I came in the house and I didn't, I don't look in the cabinet every day. It's the shitty cabinet. Yeah, it's right. The, it's the it's tool junk, junk cabinet, cabinet right? right? I don't look in there. And then one day I opened it up and I looked in there and it was all gorgeous. You know, the mugs were stacked according to height and texture. And I was like, this is <laughs> fucking great. But what the shit? And I'm like, this is going to create a problem in the oh, future. No. Yeah, yeah. Future me called and said, this is going to cause you a problem in the future. So I went out to the garage and I grabbed my little four volt Ryobi that gets used three times, four times a year. 
And I grabbed it and it went, hey. And I was like, well, okay. I need you to charge it. And I looked at it and it had the smallest little teensy tiny teensy little pin, charging pin. And I mm. went, you know what though? I have the charging. I have the wall work for this. Inside. I know right where it is. It's right where I left it. It's in the shit closet. No, no. <laughs> and I went to the shit closet and that rat's nest of little Walworts I have. Gone. It's like 23 years of Walworts. It's got them all. Even from the back in the old big two-prong days. Mm-hmm. You use it on a waffle iron, oh, yeah. you use it yeah. on a drill. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Perfectly, perfectly <laughs> safe. Yeah. What's this for? Everything. Yeah. What does it what does it do? It works your coffee pot, works your drill, works your, you know, George Foreman. Right. Does everything. It's all the same size. Shoebox cassette recorder, same plug. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything in the world ran on that plug forever. Now it's got one square now, now side, got, one rounded side, yeah, and a slot in the yeah, center. Exactly. Yeah. And then you just take your knife and round, yeah. round off the other one so you can <laughs> do, yeah. use it your way. You know, for the people that were fancy like Sanyo. <laughs> so fuck those guys. But now we got five different flavors of USB. So, and you're like, I can't even see it. Now I know I'm going to break something. Now I go, hey, Merritt, darling, love of my life. When you cleaned out the shit closet, when, when you did that, I know that you probably grabbed that giant wad of black wall warts. You probably grabbed that. You probably put that in one of those um, blue uh, giant eagle bags, right? You probably put it in one of those blue giant eagle bags, and you probably took it downstairs and stuck it on one of my shelves in the in the you know storage room. You probably did that, right? Right. <laughs> oh, no, I I pitched it because I figured you hadn't used that stuff in forever. Oh. oh. <laughs> Do you know what the feeling is? Oh, yeah. When you've oh, lost wow. one charger, you're like, eh, minor inconvenience. If I need oh. it right now, I'll strip the wires of my teeth, and I'll just hold it real steady while it charges. I can do that. I've done worse. I've wired XLR cables to 8-inch plugs before. Slaughtered them and everything. It was beautiful. Just keep a nice air gap among everything and don't move. And you know what? I was like, well, that's one thing. But she threw away fucking 20 of them. I own equipment that I don't even know I can't charge yet. (laughs) Put your brain in that fucking position. You own some shit you don't know you can't charge yet. Well, that's more than my brain can handle. Back to the first rule. Yep. Don't touch my shit. Don't touch my shit. (laughs) Yeah. So then I bought one of those uh, those fancy uh, little tiny power supplies that has like the 16 different heads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get the one. Do not get the one with the little buttons on it. No, 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 no. Those are all wrong. The resistors in there are all wrong. I've tested them. They're off by a lot. You got to get the one with the knob. So then you can take your your sharp, your marky, your marker, and you can like, okay, that's 3.0 volts. And now the display says it's 4.2, but my meter says it's 3.0. So I write 3.0 on that. And so this way we know what they actually are, not what they say they are. Because there's no better way to fuck up a piece of equipment you haven't used in 20 years. You always have to, to bump the wrong it to the next one. Oh. And maybe you're close to the next yeah, one. Yeah, bump it to the next one until you see smoke come out of the yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. you know you've found the right voltage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When it gets really warm, you can back it off one. <laughs> Turn it all the way up and back it down. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, but these companies, so like, you know, with all these plugs, yeah. they need to fucking centralize that shit. Because I'm so sick of having to pay attention to like fucking positive center or negative right. center. Yeah, and, all yeah, and there's shit. a polarity switch on there that you will forget. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great. On this one. Oh, yeah. I caught it that time. I was careful. I read yeah. the back of the device. I par- Polarity was tip. Okay. I switched it to Still tip polarity. Up. No problem. Switched it to tip polarity. Life goes on. <laughs> Operating my thing. Put the thing in the drawer. Come back later. Hook it up. And forgot about tip polarity. 
And now we see the smoke. Yep, that's it. And but that's the point. When you throw away the original adapter, then you got to come up with loco shit like that. Or you got to invest like a two hundred dollars in buying adapters for twenty items that are twenty years old. Right. Or if Nick make one. Yeah. yeah, you can swell the battery. Yeah, while you're Before. watching, it, you go look. Now I can hold more in it. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a bigger battery is better, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Small yeah. battery holds. There's more. more space between the lithiums. Yeah, yeah. you should have <laughs> just taken a bigger drill, right? And put on that drill. Yes, and held the bigger drill. <laughs> right, spun that right. drill until it recharged, recharged the other. Until it recharged the other right, drill. Right, That's right. brilliant. We should have done that. Simple. We have mm. a corded drill. Why didn't you think? Of Why that? didn't I think of that? Why didn't I make Merritt do that? That would have been better. <laughs> but but you guys will know that today is my. And 20- you were inviting another tidying up somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, today's my twenty first anniversary. Oh, and I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. That's right. Yeah. I'm here right now. Twenty first anniversary. I'm here. Yeah. Drinking salty watermelon. Drinking salty watermelon <laughs> bourbon. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. In case merit one, and so she's going to California on Saturday morning. So she's she's got she got approved for. Cross country travel, and so she's going out to the uh, meditation center, which is fucking awesome. And this makes the forever year in a row that Merritt has been out of town during Mid Ohio, yeah. and therefore the misfits coming into town will not be able to meet Merritt again. These misfits have known me for years and have never met my wife. Yeah, they probably think period. She's, like made up. Oh, completely. <laughs> she's inflatable. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Phil, sure. you're married. Clearly, yes, exactly. <laughs> Engineering wife. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I got a wife. She's from Canada. You never met her. <laughs> she's from Niagara Falls. Yeah, and that's that's the fucking God's honest truth. So there's to that being married for 21 years. Yay. Um, and if you do want to be married for 21 years, I recommend maintaining a sense of intrigue in the relationship. That means always be changing. <laughs> Never be the same person twice. It's better to just come at them with somebody new about every three or four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps them on their back foot. Really? They don't get bored as much. Yeah. That's good. My, and if you can get them into meditation and yoga stuff, that be, that's a good idea too. My wife's been wondering who the fuck I am for the last, like, <laughs> For a long time. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And now that you got a job and everything. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Corporate Steve. So I, <laughs> corporate Steve. I forgot I forgot that a lot of people don't have the same sense of humor that most of us do. Yeah. So yeah. obviously we're looking at some houses and doing stuff. Yeah. And so this one that we're looking at, there's a lot of people coming and I, I happen to mention, I'm like, well, I might stay here later after work with a baseball bat and deter anybody else coming. And my wife was like that's not fun. The realtor was looking at me in horror. Like, yeah, I'm right. not sure if he's serious or not. <laughs> Where's he going with this? Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. I'm just like, teasing. Baseball, <laughs> baseball bats aren't threatening Jazz enough. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I'm just going to be out front with three or four motorcycles, yeah. really fucking loud <laughs> right. motorcycles. We're going to drive the property value down before we buy it. It's great. It's the best idea ever. Yeah. And if you have a house in Cleveland, like fucking shitty Cleveland, where we live, you can't you can't lose money on it right now. It's like I might want to sell my house, and by the time you've had the thought, there's 18 offers coming in on the Amazon. Let me put it right. this way: this morning, yeah. this house came online at 11. Yeah, I got the call at 11:01. Right, I happened to leave work and go see it at 12. Right. Made and Jeff off. Bezos had already bought it. No, we it's made an Amazon it. distribution center. Now. We put an offer in at twelve oh five, and there were seven other offers by two. Of course, absolutely. And now at five, there's fifteen offers. Of course, in. there are. Yeah, that's, so I'm not getting exactly a new house. Right. And on my street, we're seeing like yeah. stalwarts, people who've lived there forever, ever, who, yeah. were, who were supposed to die in their home. Yep. They're now like, they're thinking it'd be nicer to die in Miami. I can die in a really nice home. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gonna die on the street. I could die. I could die in a really small apartment. 
with well, a lot of money. I mean, they're they're taking whatever you yeah. know, two hundred thousand yeah. dollars they just got for their house and sure. paid off and buying, going out somewhere and either getting a condo or something. Like I that. would be thinking about if I had two hundred thousand dollars and like a week and a half to live or whatever these people on your street do. I'm going to be optimistic, <laughs> you know, a month and a half to live. Or but move I, in with your kids. Yeah, I would move in with my kids <laughs> and I would be super splashy with the money. Or yeah. they're like, how long does a cruise last? Right. There you go. Uh, how's diagonal from me, right? Like, never been in it. Never saw anyone actually come out of this house. Like, right. the one time their, their, you know, watering system went all ass up and, like, pouring out everywhere. Knocking on, no one ever comes out. No. Never seen anyone in this house. Goes up for sale. See the pictures online. This thing hasn't been touched since the 40s. Mm-hmm. Like, horrible everything. Sold for well more than my house did yeah. years. I'm going... Everything in this house has to be done and gutted. They they had offers going. It was ridiculous. Well, it's crazy when you look at the Zillow stuff right now. Right, the house would be like bought at sixty five, yep. and then it was one hundred and five <laughs> for like twenty seven years, yep. and then the line goes like this Perfectly up through the top vertical. of it, and it's like one point six million right. for Parma, yep. and you're like, what? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. That's better than me. I bought on the bubble, right? So oh. literally, I went. My line was like, woo, and then went. Boom! Everyone has a fourteen point nine percent. You didn't buy. Right you didn't buy on the bubble, and then ask you have your wife ask you for a divorce three months later. Uh, that was fucking true. great too. I had my brother look at me and go, "Oh, you bought a house." Bubble pops. He goes, "I just paid forty nine thousand for my house." Oh. And I said, "Yeah, yeah." Well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Quite yeah. literally. Yeah. It is when when we're talking about this stuff. When you've got the compound out there in Oberlin. And we're sitting there and we're riding dirt bikes in a circle, right? And we're, we're forgetting how much fun we're having on his compound because he bought that. And now when we, you know, because he bought that, we have a place to go have fucking fun, yeah. right? Like we have, we literally have a playground because Steve bought a three acre chunk of property. And I talk to people every day that are just like, holy shit, you have three whole acres to play around on? And I'm yeah. like... Yeah, it feels a little small. Like yeah. I don't think we could do 150s. <laughs> I'm thinking 125s are about as big as we're going to be allowed to have on the compound. I don't think, like, I'm not going to take the 290 out or anything. Like, mm. I wouldn't want to get hurt. <laughs> it's like, we have just enough property for the size of the little minuscule dopey motorcycles we have. Yep, like, but you could probably sell, I could probably double my money right now. Oh, there's no, no yeah. doubt in my mind. I'll give you advice for it right now. Exactly. But I, yeah. There's no way I'm selling At this it. table. No. My kid wants me to sell my house right. in Lakewood. Really? Uh, and I'm like, I'm not selling my house. I don't to care. Her, to them? To Patrick? Or who yeah. No, they, he's like, just sell it. You get $500,000 from him. I'm like, I don't want to sell my house. Oh, dude, you'll get more than that. So I, I was talking to the realtor. There was a house in Lakewood. It was a hoarder house. Right. It Like, there was one trail from the front door <laughs> to a back room where there was only enough room for this woman to it sit just on human a stack Pac-Man. of shit. Yeah. Like, like, they said if an ember hit it, the yeah, whole it house gone. would think, right? Everything's gone, yeah. Investors came in, yeah. and, they, and the lady said, well, because she wanted to move to Florida. And so she was asking $75,000 for this house. Right. The realtor said, let me take care of that. I'll get you better than right. that, right? So they she listed it at 159 it's like, like, as is, you right. need to clear 59 years of fucking hoarder out of this house. Investors came in, got into a bidding war, yeah. 425. Yeah. Well, and, and there it's we under 2,000 square feet yeah. in Lakewood. Dang. Cleveland Moto's latest real estate chat. <laughs> I just think it's stupid because then now they're in a gig us on our real estate taxes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, 
we all said when you buy a motorcycle, what you don't do is you don't buy a motorcycle that's worth more than the motorcycle is going to be when you drive it off the lot so that you have to buy gap insurance. That's right. a really bad move. When you have to pay more insurance than the vehicle is actually worth because of like the Harley Davidson thing where they took an $18,000 motorcycle and put $12,000 worth of shit on it. Right. Well, you know, if you get in a crash tomorrow, you're only going to get a check for $10,000, you yep. know, and that won't cover the $25,000 worth of flare you bought. So we're in a position, right? Well, when you need to buy gap insurance for your house, yeah. when you're like, okay, well, you bought a house for $200,000 that's only worth $50,000. Right. And so since somebody loaned you the money to do that, we need to have this extremely expensive insurance policy over here in case you catch a bus in the asshole <laughs> that you are going to have somebody be able to pay for that fucking house. So the bank doesn't end up holding your house that's all worth $60,000 again. That happens. And when you're in that position... That's what we like to say. That's a consumer warning. Like if you're sitting there going, I love it. It's great that you're buying this house. That's great. Now, its value is about 60 grand, but you're paying about 180. Well done. Now buy this insurance to go with it. You're getting fucked, man. You're getting fucked. I'm still That's I'm it. still thinking about the fact that somewhere, if you search deep enough, there's yeah. a podcast that talks about buses and assholes. Oh, catch a bus and asshole? <laughs> That's my new go fuck your head. <laughs> I believe that this is kind of a bubble, but I think it's going to stick around for a little. I think it's going to be a permanent shift in, in prices in Cleveland area. Right, right. Yeah. Because so much real estate has changed hands at these prices. Yeah. That people are just aren't going to get there. They're going to take such a loss. And I think sell. that even the hardcore Californians are realizing it's hot and dry out there yeah. and it's moist and cool in Cleveland and we have a limitless supply of drinking water. No volcanoes. Right. No, <laughs> no, no volcanoes. <laughs> no big I falls. Think Cleveland's finally catching up with some of the metropolitan right. areas where right. if you live within 15 minutes of downtown, right. the baseline yeah. for a house is at least 253. That's true. Yeah. yeah, That's true. I'm and hoping that it holds around because like I get the hell out of where I'm at. I bought the house because it was on the highway, used to travel everywhere. Again, tons of miles on my bike because I yeah. use it for work and traveled all over Ohio and was great now i got a kid i'm like all right i can't live here like you don't leave them outside you right you sleep yeah. with one eye open right. so <laughs> freeway access was the most critical part of your house choice yep. and now you're like a yard would be nice without gunfire you got that right, right. yeah yep. <laughs> that's what i'm looking for yeah too. we do have a lot of our friends call us every once in a while and we're like is everybody okay in cleveland and we're like what <laughs> the fuck's going on well we heard there were seven shootings last night uh, and you're like so that's right. Tuesday. Okay, that's great. Well, last week only seven. Only seven. Yeah. That's a good day. Right. <laughs> last week, my buddy was working on my kitchen. He's putting some tile in for yeah. me at my house, and uh, him and my wife both texted me. I think our house got shot, and I'm like, "What?" Ah. She's like, "Yeah, we heard a bang, and there was debris falling off the side of the house." And so I still haven't found the bullet hole, but like that alone was like, "Well, you know, <laughs> all right, yay, Cleveland Heights." Yeah. <laughs> well, the crime would go down if they just removed the bridges over the Cuyahoga River. Oh yeah, <laughs> well that I mean, just that we just, just that, that just that one thing. Even so finished that. you guys will remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about Norton and their ongoing troubles there at Donington, right? Oh yeah, at the you know uh, yep the Donington Abbey, oh, right? Donner Don party at the Donington, yes, the Donington party. So yeah, so it's like you know Morton motorcycle Morton motorcycles was being run out of a castle in uh, at Donington Racetrack, yay, and pretty. Cool and pretty badass, and we were at the Isle of Man right. watching, uh, you know, John uh, McGinnis, McGinnis yep. rail one around the uh, the TT course, and that was all real. And then it happened. We saw it, and we did see a 650 blow up more than once. Um, there were a couple he had to walk in, but that was a real thing, and that happened. So, but then financially speaking, something happened where they lost everything. I mean, they just lost all of it. They they. they 
They had taken investor money. They had taken investor money from all these lovely people who thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my my retirement. I'm going to invest in a nice British company. And what's a better nice British company than Norton? Norton. Right? It's exactly it. And they've been around for goddamn ever. The problem was it was run by a guy that really didn't seem to have a lot of... uh, a lot of hope in getting it right or a lot of hope in sort of making it other than marketing. Right. And so there was a lot of money put in marketing, a lot of money put into the fantasy of owning a Norton high performance motorcycle. And then it became pretty clear to a lot of people real quick that this guy was taking the money and literally when the guy you've invested your money in has said, I'm putting my factory inside a fucking castle. (laughs) Think about your investment. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Who's the guy that was out there loaning Prince money to buy stuff in the 90s? <laughs> right? Prince is just, you know, he's not the guy who makes these super great financial decisions that you're going to be great for. You know, you're so happy with. Like, that's a great example of Donington Castle and Norton. So, but it did fail and it was going to go mm-hmm. away and it was going to go away and then it got rescued. Well, it got purchased. Right? So the thing got bought, and sometimes when you buy something, you're like, I'm so glad I bought that because it's got 150 years of history, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to be proud the to take over name. the helm of the brand and everything else, and I'm going to be proud to support these loyal Norton customers, and I'm going to be proud <laughs> that they're going to come and be nice enough to give me their business, Yeah. except now. Yeah. Oscar, bring us up to speed. All right, so the issue came up with the, and I don't know if you can bring up the picture. Of the, um, what would you like the, to see? The V4SS. V4SS, coming at you. So that one, I think it came out, or the one that has the issue. Right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, issues. Issues, plural. <laughs> uh, is, was made from mid-2019, uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this bike started having issues, and they were a little concerned. And then it turned out that they didn't have one, not two, not ten, but thirty-five issues. What the one single bike had thirty-five. One single bike had thirty-five. Because you know, if if Oscar was having trouble running his company and he'd been building some motorcycles and he had good brand loyalty and everything else, but he can't swing it, I'm going to go in and rescue the company. I'm going to give. I'm going to basically pay his debt that he owes everybody in the world money. I'm going to pay the debt. I'm going to get the keys to the castle and I'm going to make the decision to keep on making motorcycles. Well, then I'm going to feel like, you know, the people that pre-ordered motorcycles with Oscar, a lot of people that pre-ordered motorcycles with Oscar and gave forty, fifty thousand dollars for oh, these yeah. motorcycles. Then I'm going to say, well, thank you very much. I bought your house. I got your customers too. Let's go ahead and let's fulfill the orders for these customers. I didn't buy the debt. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So this is the big problem with the deal because the bikes that were promised to people and the bikes that were delivered to people were fucking tragic. Yeah. And people are really scared because because of the that that situation in general. I mean, it's just. They don't know what the new company is going to do with it. Is the power out? And it's, and it's not just a, no. a uh, oh. um, small issues. It's 35 of them. 20 of them are full-on recalls. Really? Wait a second. 20 recalls for one motorcycle? For, no, no, no. That, so out of those 35, 20 are full-on recalls. Right. Uh, 10 are over checks. 
Okay, right. And then right. Pfizer, well, while you're at it. <laughs> no, actually, those, those, I'm sorry, I'll take that back. Those 10 are, are, are overchecks, but those are for finding other potential Since issues. Since you're in there. Right. And, 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 the last there. and one of them's an ex-wife right. issue, too. <laughs> yeah, for all the money that you're spending. So, yeah, so read off some of these things that if you were the guy that either got one of these motorcycles or if you were thinking about getting one of these motorcycles, you might have to look forward to. So randomly, do you want to hear the effects of the problems? Oh, or the sure. Actual, or the oh, actual, okay. oh, bring it on. Just potential recall like effects of the of the problems. Uh, oil spills on the rear, rear wheel. A <laughs> uh, few leaks resulting in just... Fire. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> The engine seizing. Okay. Gearbox locking. Anal uh, leakage. AB, that's probably part of it. <laughs> yeah, it. That's after you have the problem. Okay. Oh. Um, ABS operation not fully tuned for the for its full potential. All right. Okay. Um. Oh, loose gear wheel, or okay. or, a, or full on ABS failure. Yep. Um, short circuits on the ECU. Yeah, there you go. That's a big so one. That, that could be from <laughs> fire risk as well. Um. Rear brake per operational, just not working at all. Uh, what else? Yeah, there's, I mean. So there's, there's 37 highlighted items. There's 37 oh, yeah. things on this list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, That'll fuck you up. Yeah. That will fuck you up. So the, the company TVS that, that, <clears throat> bought, bottom, that yeah. bought them originally was like, in order to maintain good faith between us and our customers, we're going to stand behind the products that were sold to our customers so that they can be happy knowing that they've invested well in Norton brand. And then they saw that list and they went, you're all fucked. Oh, and they literally have said, we are not going to do this. We're not going to take care. What we will do is we'll give you an excellent trade-in on purchasing a new motorcycle. Oh, there, there's One a, that there's, doesn't burst into flames. Right. Yeah, this, there's, this there's, is if Elio ever actually became a car. This is what we have to look forward to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just so we're clear. So I, I missed a really nice one. Throttle yeah. jamming open. Oh, wide open throttle. Just wide open throttle. Not I mean, a problem. Would there be a problem there? Ah. Just, 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 clutch. just pull the clutch in. Just you're fine. I mean, keep in mind that TVS, the company that bought them, TVS has been everything ever, and it's Indian. And this is like, you know, TVS has done many, many things. And TVS is, I believe, I believe that they are, well, they're Indian, Indian for sure, but they've been in charge of Jaguar. Jaguar. You know, got Jag. Um, so, but yeah, they've appointed Sir Ralph Speth. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's a Sir. Yeah, of and course he's been knighted, so right? Yeah. yeah, and so he was at Jan, uh, Jaguar Land Rover for eleven years, and he's widely acclaimed for transforming the company into the global force it is today. He got run out of there. He's <laughs> now at. He's now literally in scrapping the, the around route, trying to scrap, find himself a job, scrapping a motorcycle company. Like, oh, what do you think the curtains are worth? What do you think the hydraulic press in the corners are worth? We bought this, and now we realize the whole motorcycles with giant air quotes that these people were selling aren't real motorcycles and now we can't even live up to the promises we made of supporting the people that are our customers or were the customers when we bought the company it's a screwed up deal so i'm very curious to see because i want the norton thing to stay around i love the concept of norton <laughs> and i like and i love old norton i love old norton motorcycles i think they they look great they yeah. feel great i've owned two of them and i love them so i really can say that I hope they do it right, but God, is this a shit sandwich? Yeah, and, and I started looking because I I, I I remember the, the John McInnes bike. Yeah, when we absolutely. Were there. Yeah. And I started looking. It's like which bike was he actually riding? Yeah. It was the V four. The V four, right? So exactly. I started looking into yeah. it, and I, I saw an interview that they did with him, and he he said on that Isle of Man, the twenty nineteen, yeah. yeah. 
And he was shitting himself every time he had to ride that bike because yeah. he didn't know what thing was going to fall out exactly. of it or what was going to yeah. go around, yeah. which is wrong with it. And that's your company spokesman being paid millions of dollars to ride one race on your motorcycle. And we saw it break in front of us. We did see it break. Not, no. That's one thing. Well, says, one, yeah. We saw it break in front of us. No, no. In one of the only jumps in the whole goddamn race, the motorcycle stopped motor- yeah. motorcycling. <laughs> so it's like, it's a thing that's super, you got to get it right. So if you don't get it right, there's a bar that you can drive through. Well, mostly it just kills people. It mostly just right. stops. You just hit yeah. the bar about six feet up in the air, seven feet up in the air, and you die instantly. But it's a jump in the middle of a race course, and it's not just a jump. It's a jump in the middle of a turn. That's a bridge that people live next to. And if that's the place where your motorcycle stops motorcycling and starts being a lawn chair or whatever else it's going to turn into through its improbability drive, like, <laughs> that is a fucking bad sign. Like... And we saw it happen. We yeah. watched that bike. It was like, yeah. that bike was like, whoa, <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, something bad just happened. <laughs> and he just, he instantly, like, you could see when he came across the bridge, was, yeah. everyone else jumped 30 feet across the bridge and he flopped it out. <laughs> he flopped it over. And you could see he was like going, I can get a pint in there. And he did. He fucking pulled the bike over the wall, leaned the bike against the wall and went in and was like, and we fag. And I was like, we're sitting there. I was like, that dude, somebody bought him a beer. He's coming out in his bright silver baked potato leathers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And not a, not, not a tiny guy. Like not oh, anybody no, would be yeah. accused of being like tiny. He's not like most GP racers who weigh like eight pounds. This is a man who eats a cheeseburger and he comes out and he's like, he gets a cigarette and everyone's talking to him. And he's like, yeah, fucking bike blew up. You know, like, yeah. what happened? It fucking popped. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But now it kind of now it kind of makes sense yeah. because he was definitely like and I, I knew there was shit going. Oh, he was super it. not happy with it. And he even said like they stiffed me for like sixty grand oh. in salary stuff when this whole shit was going on. Oh, when the transition when the happened. transition was going, it was like no, they stiffed me. Who are we gonna pay? So We're not gonna effect. pay John. Yeah. Oh man, fuck well, that. And, and and the new company like Indian already yeah. said that they're already working on the newest version yeah. of the V four. Yeah. And that's scaring people even more. And they tried. They know what the fuck and they brought out a six fifty to run in the super lights. Right. Because we were watching the super lights race and we were like, oh, we like the super lights race. It's super competitive. All the bikes are 650s. So that's a little more approachable. And then we're like, what the fuck is Norton going to run? Like, does Norton have a 650? Well, they cobbled one together for the race. And so they did. They put a, they put a 650 together for the race. They bought a Honda. <laughs> they bought a, they bought a, <laughs> dude, it was a Versys. I'm just, I want the Norman Hyde. The Norman Hyde, exactly. Norton, right. Because yeah. the Norman Hyde for years has been making every piece every of Every piece you could buy. Or any old yeah. Norton. Absolutely. I would just go buy the whole, like. The whole shooting match. Build a whole brand new yeah. Norton from the ground yeah. up. Build it from the ground up. Parts bike. And it, and it is a beautiful looking bike. Yeah. And, it, and the sound it makes, it's. Oh, unique it's unique it's, it's really awesome unique. it was very fun like it was a big part Do of the excitement remember the guy who had the norton commando down the street from the old shop yeah, absolutely he yep. stopped by he wanted to trade me for yeah. my cb750 he owns a number of cleveland properties yeah. we're not going to say his name out loud but no yeah but he owns a lot of cleveland real estate and he yeah he's got it was so tempting i'm like yeah oh. a bunch of old cool bikes I'm like, no, I've got a CB750 that right. runs great. Yeah. Does not yeah. give me a hand. Yeah, that's exactly I was going 125 mile an hour all day long. Like, eh, I'm not trading it on that old yeah. Norton. I felt the same way about my BSA, about little, my Gold Star. Like that, yeah. that's, that bike's a little clappity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was fun owning that BSA, and it was a really good bike to own. But by the same token, it was like I knew that 70 miles an hour meant something was probably not going to be there when I arrived at my destination. <laughs> Some little piece of the motorcycle wasn't going to be there anymore. And one time it was the shifter. 
And like <laughs> when you get back, you're getting off the freeway and you downshift and there's just nothing there. And you're like, oh, fuck. And you look down, you're like, there's really nothing there. There's I can't shift with anything. <laughs> you just cannot pay. use your clutch, but you cannot not use your shift. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I was like, that was the deal. And because it was a BSA, everything's on the wrong side. So everything was where it shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jesus, man. My goodness. I must have fallen asleep. We're switch over to talk about no, Harley's all of a sudden. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We're going to call you Twitch and No, I thought it was a bee. <laughs> right. It felt like a bee or something was stinging <laughs> me, man. <laughs> Fuck. Jumped. It was nice. What are they giving you with that new job? It's <laughs> 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 the pesticides. I've been sniffing them at work. That's it. You're deep heavy into the pesticides. Yeah. Vice grips make a good shifter. Yeah, yeah, and the vice grips, and that was that thing was I always have a Gerber tool with me, so I'm the guy who's pulling up to the light, and I've got the clutch in, so I've got the clutch in, and I'm like, okay, so here's the move, the move is going to be clutch in, Gerber tool out with the wrong hand, reach down, grab the shift shaft so I can put it into neutral. You got to step off the bike, shift it, step yep. back on the bike. Yep, exactly, and I was like, can I make this all happen while I'm still rolling down decreasing speed to the the light so i can just put it in second because i know in second i can do anything or third i can do anything because i was in top gear so i was like ah shit and it didn't work so i, I got there and just fucked it all up and i got there it's like okay just push the bike of shame got the clutch in just kill the motor and just push over to the side of the road and then yeah okay manually select third gear you know, and and just go and yeah, the shifter is something you need on an old British motorcycle. You can't really <laughs> live without it. Drove yeah. my Corvette all the way out of the Metro Parks back to my house and into my garage with no clutch. Oh yeah, wow. Yes. You, you could turn it over yeah. and it would start. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. 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 I was coming up to a light. I put a neutral. You started on the battery. Oh, go 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 yeah. go go. Yeah. <laughs> put it in neutral. Stop. Turn it off. Yeah. Light. Put it in gear. Yeah. Light turns. Oh man, good man. Strong battery. Yep. Yeah. Strong battery, big flywheel. <laughs> That's a very good thing. Yeah, that gear ratio on that starter is pretty, pretty healthy, I guess. No shit. Anybody got anything else? No, but so next week, yeah. um, we're dropping this podcast. Right. And then we will, when you hear this, we will be on our way to Mount Oh, Ohio. fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so right. we're doing, we're doing what? A mashup with the Misfits, right? We are. So we're going to do a, 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 miss, a, a Misfit with the mashups. Yes. Yeah, we'll be, it'll be the Misfit mash. But yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna do the ten best bikes of Mid Ohio. Okay, right or Mud Ohio. We'll see what the weather's like. Oh, geez. And uh, we'll be camping. So by the time you you know you get this, we'll be you know when you get in the campsite. So if you're looking for the Cleveland Moto Group, if you're looking for the Misfits, um, when you get into the campsite, you get through that gate. You've you've come around the corner. They call the keyhole. When you come around that part of the track. And you get into the ca- the campsite. There'll be somebody there asking you for some permission to get in the campsite, or maybe not. If you're on a bike, they just fucking wave you through. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when you get in, look as far away as you can look. Look as far as the eye can see, and you'll just it just through goes the on. Two stroke uh, yeah, cloud. Two, right, two, right. It just goes on and on and on. So if you go to the right, a hard right. You can't get onto the track, right? Mm. So you're going to walk to the right. You'll walk all the way down, and then when you run out of road, you'll make a left and walk all the way down. Now, that's for people who like to operate 90-degree angles. Right. I'm more of a shortest distance between two points kind of guy. Yep. So when you clear that that little gate, there's, you know, ice machine there or whatever in a place, you know, and there'll be some, like, porta showers and Johns up there. Just go at a dead 45-degree angle. There's a corner. Yep. Literally just go. And as it happens... It is not true north. It is northwest the way you're walking. 
So the way you're walking will be at a diagonal and just keep going and you'll go all the way to the fucking corner. And when you see trouble, when you're like, this is a bad neighborhood, that's where we are. Right. Right. And if, if you're a person that gets there like on Friday or yeah. Saturday and you're yeah. kind of confused. Right. Just look for the really Camaro looking dudes with like the three quarter helmets on yeah. trials bikes yeah. heading into the woods. Yeah, yeah that's a and good sign. And then hang too. a left. Right. That's yeah. a good right, sign too. Right. Because right. right. we're over by the trials and stuff like that. Yep. But it is very, very easy to find us. Even though we don't have a school bus this year, it'll still be very <laughs> easy to find us. Also, it's just like, where are the Cleveland Moto guys? And anybody yeah. will point you to where the we weather's are. looking great. The weather is it's looking great. Around. This is not the year that you want to miss Mid Ohio. I have 81. Little yep. chance of rain on Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, right. maybe a little rain on Sunday. Okay. Well, I'd like it if it rained on Sunday later in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. put away, but it would be the greatest thing. Wouldn't it be the greatest thing to be back at Mid Ohio after this, the COVID and have a full pull, a full three day Mid Ohio without, without being muddy? I don't want that. No. <laughs> I want the mud. You don't want a perfect Mid Ohio? The perfect bit of Ohio is, is mud. Is mud. Oh, I disagree. Oh. I disagree strongly. Well, has to be a little, well, so fucking wrong. But here has to be a little greasy. I wonder. Oh. I wonder if they had enough time to grow a decent amount of grass that yeah. they didn't have to add manure, manure to, to the it. fucking right. thing. That's a good point. That would be. Right. That would be. This would be the hardest oh, mid Ohio's ever been. Yeah. yeah, it has to rain a little bit. It has yeah. to be a little bit fun. Well, well your tent it'll be moist no matter what. Hey, so. yeah. He's got a camper. <laughs> Oh, he's got a camper, camper, dude. Yeah. He's got a fucking camper. Well, that's yeah. right. Assuming he can make its way out of J-Town. I'm going to tell you, Liza <laughs> called me today. Liza said, hey, she doesn't camp. Like, she's not a hell of a camper. So she bought a cot, and she's having the cot shipped here. Okay. And then she's like, when the middle Ohio's over, can I just leave it there, and that'll be Liza's cot? And I was like, you bet your ass you can. That'll just be your cot forever. That'll be Ohio's. That'll be Liza's Ohio cot. As if we're going to leave it sitting right there in the field. In middle Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> just going to wrap pink caution tape around it. It'll be awesome. It will be cot. great. Liza's cot. Wait for you next year. Right. Cam will be under it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll just be covered in <laughs> one whole cut in the cot. Yeah. yeah it'll just be covered in blood from Cam. Be the glory <laughs> cot. Uh, <laughs> the glory cot. Glory yeah. Oh, it's such a bad thing, man. Cam, we love you. We, we don't really think that Liza should rape you again. <laughs> that was kind of a one thing. We should never do that again. You got anything else? Nope. Fuck it, man. I got a tech tip if we Yeah, fire away, Chris. Oh, okay. So, uh, sorry, th- this is something I keep running to is older bikes. Yeah. Uh, the, everyone's switching to LEDs and they've been doing it for years, mm-hmm. but you got a single indicator light. Yep. Right? So, everyone tells you you got to like solder and diodes, right? You got to add resistance, resistance, man. Otherwise, your flash unit won't work. No, not resistance because that just runs in right? And that, yep. that sucks. You just wasted why you switched to That's LEDs. Right. Yep. So, you, you could solder and diodes if you want to, and they'll tell yep. you to solder them right between your single bulb. Yep. Or you get a, or if it's fused by itself, you can get one of Nick DeVito's magic fuses. Magic fuses. Flashing that, fuses. Yeah. But anyway, what you can do is you get a non-polar LED. Right. And you put it in there, and you don't need either one because the diodes are already in the LEDs. Yeah. Takes care of everything for a you. Non-polar. A non-polar LED literally has a diode. Correct. That's because it's a light That's emitting right. diode. That's right. So not, it's in the name, right? But you can't just pick up like a normal LED and expect right. it to work. It has to, it be, has a to be a non-polar. And LED. I fight with people all yeah. the time about this. Yeah. And so, so you can't buy, you don't, you're not buying a bulb that's already built with non-polarized LEDs inside. What you have to do is you have to buy the little boards of the non-polarized LEDs no. and just. You, you can buy an LED that's yeah. non-polarized all built in to a tiny little light socket. Snap it in. Oh, you're good okay. to go. All right. But it doesn't it doesn't come like as an 1157 base. It's yeah. Like, oh, it does. It does. <gasps> like I, I fought with people on the internet. Like I made a video saying, showing 
You guys have been doing this for years. I'm right. telling you, buy this three dollar LED yes. in whatever color you want. Slap it in there. You're done. They're like, no. I made a video showing it. They're like, no, that doesn't work. Oh, I'm like, get well, out here's of here. the part. Here's oh, how you do no. it. You have two diodes like opposing. So one is getting getting in one way. You have the other one as load, and then you have the other yeah, one cross right. like this, right? The, yeah. the diodes are like that. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, but they're inside the ball, right? right. So literally, you just push in and done. No, you can. And there it is. I mean, for anybody who's you know anybody who wants to doubt it, there it is. It's a yeah. two pack of 1157s non polarity LED light. So non-polarity. Mm. So right there, it's 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 specifically in the name is that it is a non-polarity. So that's the secret. The phrase that pays, if they as it's they say, it's not necessarily non-polarity. Yeah. Yeah. Polarity is always right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because LED exactly. is probably yeah. right. Polarity is yep. always right. Yeah. yeah. So you can either do it at the eleven fifty sevens, or you can do it at the indicator bulb itself. Right. There you go. That's really good, and that's excellent because that is a thing we joked about all the time. We're like, yeah. So you want to have all those LEDs. But you want your lights to flash correctly. Well, I've got <laughs> bad news for you. That's exactly right. it. Yeah, you can either buy a digital flash unit, which is mm -hmm. another great way around the solution, because now your flash unit doesn't really draw anything. So your non-drawing, your flash unit draws almost nothing, and your bulbs draw almost nothing. So now your voltage regulator might actually really charge your battery, because we know it hasn't for a long, long time. <laughs> but because the answer is never, oh yeah, you got to put resistors, you got to put diodes, you got to build up resistance into that LED so it'll throw your switch in your 500 watt flash unit, you know. And I don't have four-way flashes going all the time. All the time, yes. And that was another one too. All the bikes come into the shop, and you're like, left turn, all four are going. Right. And you're like, yeah, that's a fail. <laughs> that's a, yeah, I, I know what you did there, and it didn't work, did it? And then everything on the bike is also doing that too, that's which right. is my favorite part. Because like people just like, I just put LED bulbs in everything. And I'm like, sure. And they flip the switch and you're like, even the fucking speedo bulb is, is pulsing. Yeah. And you're like, how did that happen? Like, that's not even on the same circuit. We know that's incandescent, but it's sitting there and it's going that like that too. And I'm like, oh, fucking stupid. Yeah, that's a great tech tip. I like that. So look at that. Bring in the hits. Awesome. And what you got, Dan? Hey, did I tell you guys I saw an R18 in the wild? <gasps> wow. Was Who's it under Jackie Van Ham? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say that's the only R18 I've ever seen in the wild was under Jackie Van Ham. So uh, my buddy Nick and I are riding yeah. in the Metro Parks, yeah. and we stopped in a parking lot. We're pulling out, and this guy pulled in on this yeah. cruiser, and I'm like, that's an R18. Yes, it is. I go over and talk to him for a second, and he's just like, deer in the headlights, like he's completely overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. We talk for a minute, and he's like, yeah, I only ever rode scooters before. Oh, Jesus. Oh. And I'm, I'm having a hard time getting used to this bike. Yeah, you like, are. Wow. Yeah, that's a hell of a... And literally, on that motorcycle, you have a seven-pound piston on the left side and a seven-pound piston on the right side, and it's just kind of playing that game all the time. You have a lot of uncentralized mass. Wow. See, how much do you want for that $1,000 bike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trade you a Vespa. <laughs> Make you a hell of a deal on a Vespa. Yeah. Because that's something. But yeah, the only one I've ever seen being ridden in the wild was Jackie, you know, riding BMW spokes, you know, as a BMW spokesperson. So, yeah, that's cool. Nothing else? Fuck it. Let's no, get no. out of here. Ride fast. Take chances. Bum, 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 bum,